are still making your Kickstarter sucks. Yep, Mike and JF are still doing this stuff. They've been going for six years and haven't given it up. So somehow here's another six pack of this type of junk. Yeah, that's right. We're still doing these. Your Kickstarter sucks. Yeah, that's right. We're, We're still, still doing, doing these. Yep, Mike and JF haven't given this up. Yeah, that's right. We're still doing your Kickstarter sucks. Hey guys, uh, I want you to picture this. You know, it's it's nightfall. You've just found out, uh, overheard a conversation with your parents that they're going to be bringing one of those, uh, you know, those nighttime attack teams. The guys who bring you to those teen rehabs, they're going to be they're going to be bringing you to one of those teen rehabs for your bad behavior. But you you found out ahead of time. What type of, uh, what type of booby traps are you setting? Or maybe, maybe how are you going to, what's your escape plan? What's your attack plan? All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YCast. At the end of that voicemail, it kind of sounded like they were coming for him and to cut off really abruptly. Yeah. And he's I, like, I need these. I need some ideas. <laughs> Quick idea. I need some booby. Tra- if I am, I, if I'm able to come up with a booby trap, it's not going to be one you can deploy in. 10 seconds. It's going to be a whole elaborate thing. There's going to be a paint can on a string. Like I'm I'm it's not going to be something you're going to be very easily pull off, you know. Yeah, we can't. We'd have to know more about your sitch. Deep voice yeah. on that uh deep voice on that teen to call in. <laughs> hey guys, I'm 12. I love the show. Big fan of the show. <laughs> it's it's happening more and more, Mike. The teens are getting deeper and deeper voices, I've noticed. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that? <laughs> no, um, I haven't. I don't think about it at all. Um, <laughs> I did always wonder if, uh, you know, especially especially now more and more, uh, home invasions on the rise. Oh yeah, I do. I do now think, how am I going to protect my family? What kind of weird little roller skate setups am I going to have in my house that will keep someone from harming? You know, mm-hmm. my loved ones. What is, uh, do you, do you have a go-to booby trap that you sort of envisioned, uh, you know, deploying on the, the, the dirtbag criminals that would do you harm? It's just, it's not much like a, a plan or anything. I just kind of imagined that when the time comes, if something were to happen like that, um, I feel like I would be responsible enough to grab my girlfriend or my son and put them in front of me to kind of. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, the thing with some of the what it does is though towards me, yeah. If they can, it we don't know how much we don't know how much punishment your girlfriend or your son could take, mm-hmm. but if they could somehow take enough of it to give you a chance to think of a plan to get everybody out of there, enough time for me to escape. Yeah, if they're and you know if they're coming, if they can, make, if they're still conscious. <laughs> You take them with, but here's the thing. This is what they don't, you, you know how in the airplane situation, they say, attach the mask first of mm. the person you're with, yeah. because if you get knocked out, then everybody's screwed. Right. And that's sort of similar. Like when a cat burglar comes into your house and the three of you are standing right there at the front door as they enter, the first thing they're going to do is knock you out. Right. Cause you're the right. strongest guy there. Right. Obviously so, they would recognize and then it, me immediately as a threat. And then it's all over from there. Right. But if somehow you can get behind the other members of your, the weaker members of Just your family. Just time to think, come up with a plan, you know. So, you know, one of them takes Buy a couple of body shots, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you 
you're like, you're like, oh shit, wait, maybe I if I buy, bunch of my son in the in the stomach. <laughs> There's a few more of these. Hold on, I'm trying to be coming up with something. I'm close. And then at the end, you know, if you don't ultimately come up with the big save the day <laughs> idea, it's like, well, still, you were under a lot of pressure and, you know, yeah, it was going to happen anyways. It might as well. I just think it's the best chance for success. So, I, yeah, I get that. I always um, I always think, I, I, do you ever see the, do you ever see the video where people are like, oh, what if somebody, what if somebody told you, this is the dumbest, like most zero IQ thing that ever happens. There's videos that go around, they say. What if you had to hide a very small object in your house for 24 hours and the world's greatest detective <laughs> had that entire time to come in and find it? And if he did find it, you would get nothing. But if he didn't find it, you would win $100 million. Where would you hide that thing? And the comments are like 8,000 comments from all of the bozos on earth saying, I would hide it in the bottom of the laundry basket. He would never look there. Yeah. Just the most, the stupidest most uh, ass-brained morons <laughs> trying to figure out how they would win the big prize. But I, whenever I put myself in that position, my answer is always, I would give up and say I don't care, is what I would do. Because I know I'm going to lose anyways, so I might as well make the person who is doing this to me feel bad. And I, <laughs> and I think I would take the same approach if someone were to try to kill me. Because I have I have no shot. I'm not going to defeat them. So I you might just want to sit. make it as hard for them as possible. Yeah. Oh, you're going to kill gonna, me. Nice you're job. You're going to have to find yep. me and chase me down, which wouldn't be that hard, I guess. But still, you're going to have to do a little bit of work. Yeah. You really <laughs> think you think you're so cool for killing me? I'd probably try that. <laughs> See if that works. Yeah, at dude. All. That's awesome. Getting stabbed. <laughs> Getting stabbed a million times. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I think if some guy was like standing over me, like stabbing me in the chest and stuff like that in a fit of rage, I'd probably be like, Ugh, your breast stinks. And just see yeah. if that like does anything. Because what if that's like the one thing that Obviously, like... Obviously, you have no friends. <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're a huge loser for doing this, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, dude. You know what? <sighs> this is really what you're doing with your time? It's Saturday night. You're here killing me? <laughs> No date, huh? No date? <laughs> if that got you out of it, though, that would feel amazing. Because you wouldn't even yeah. have to use your power-up punch or nothing like he's that. Like, you he's know? like fucking stat. He's like, <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> you're right. I can tell you're over this uh, attempted murder. I guess I'll see myself. <laughs> Is front door okay? Let's, yeah. let's get the hell out of here and grab a couple, <laughs> grab a couple of burritos. Come on. <laughs> uh, doing some good in the world. Doing some good in the world, I think, would be... Um, That'd be good for a change, huh? Yeah. I Hello? like those, uh, I think those, those, uh, boot camps and stuff that you see on, on Murray. Yeah. You know, when Murray's like, uh, yeah, my son's out of control or whatever. He's telling me, um, he's telling me no. Yeah. Oh, that is, yeah, that's sad <laughs> to see. Some guy goes, up, you don't, you can't tell your mom no. You right. can't tell your mom anything. I don't give a crap. And the guy, the kid's like crying and stuff. Yeah. And you're sitting at home watching it. Or you're in the doctor's office watching, and you're like, "God damn, this is a good ass TV." This is good. This is quality television. I hope this never goes. Dan, mute your fucking mic. Are you clearing what your happened? throat? What's in your fucking, throat? The fucking mute button's not working. <laughs> oh, my shit's no. all fucked up. Oh my god, Dan! <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's all, right. That's all right. Third mic. Now Just, people are gonna know you had some stuff in your throat for a second. 
if you're not going to mute the mic, you have to be on the show and you have to come up with ideas and concepts. Oh, and, ri- and riffs. Y- you so have want me to do more up. work? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, those shows are, those shows are completely fucking insane. I guess, I guess Murray's done doing shows, right? Didn't he retire? Uh, did he die? Murray? No, he's never, he'll never die. He will never die. Jerry died. He retired. Yeah. Yep. Jerry yeah. died. Jerry died. It, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? All the these guys. Jerry. Jerry Springer. Jerry How Springer. Do you, you of all people don't know Jerry Springer's Mayor dead? Of Cincinnati. I don't, or, I, uh, yeah, I know who Jerry Springer is. I'm just, it's very, just shut up. Never mind. <laughs> this You're is the what one with happens the fucking, when you unmute yourself. You, 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 jump in, you jump in the fucking tiger <laughs> cage. You're going to get bit. Maury <laughs> uh, is a retired American television personality. Best known for... Uh, Hosting the ta- tabloid talk show, Maury. Tabloid talk show. Where'd they get that name from? Oh, oh I guess it's his name, too. That's Well, that actually, it was, funny. His, it was his dad's name. Wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't there two Murrays? It doesn't say his dad here. Okay. Parent, Shirley Povich, father. Oh, yeah. He's an American right. sports columnist and reporter for the Washington Post. Nepo baby. It's kind of Eat interesting it. to be a guy named Shirley and then name your son Mari. It seems like a weird. Yeah. Probably not going to. That's You know what? That's probably not going to happen ever again, I think. <laughs> I think that's probably the last time that will ever happen. <laughs> I think that's over. I don't think I don't think we're doing. I don't think tabloid TV is coming back either. I think that's I don't think that's I think that's done. Yeah. What are the shows now that people are watching? They're watching. Uh, well, fucking uh, 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 Katie. uh Kathy Here we and go. Hoda or whatever the fuck. Okay. Is that still on? Kathy and Hoda have not been a thing in, <laughs> I mean, truly, and this is going to fuck you up, maybe a decade. No, bro. What are people watching now? The fucking Roseanne show? <laughs> she throws those koosh ball. <laughs> no, that's not even Roseanne. Whoever. Whatever it is. <laughs> They're the same person. No, come on. If you what is on, you're saying what is on the broadcast television during the day? Daytime daytime TV shows. It's, well, I mean, it's soaps obviously still on. Genital well, no, hospital. No wonder you on. don't know about it. <laughs> Soap. Family food. Um, right now, can I t- I'll tell you what's ABC right now, local news is on right now. Okay, no big deal. Let's make a deal. Okay, sorry for saying no big deal. Let's make a deal is on CBS right now. I think they moved that used to be after prices, right? They moved it to the afternoon for some insane reason. Um, that's CBS. Steve, Steve Hardly. Steve Hardly is on here. <laughs> okay, I call him Steve Hardly because he's hardly entertaining to me. I don't. Jesus Christ! What do you call DL Hughley? <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? Judge. Uh, the, all the judge shows. Oh, the yeah. judges shows. Yeah, the People's Court is on Fox right now as we speak. They need Judge Jesse on there. They need Judge Jesse on there. You think I would Real do bad. a good job oh, as a judge? Yeah, dude. And what is it to fucking become a TV judge? You got to take like a course or something like that? I think they're all real judges, which is actually even more embarrassing than them being fake judges. You just got to pay to get like a certificate or something. No, I think they, they go to a law school and work for many years to basically embarrass themselves on national TV for <laughs> a few years after that. I mean, Judge, Judge, Judge Judy rich as fuck. She was like the richest person on earth. 
you know, for yeah. like a clown. She's like probably like the yeah. richest clown on earth at one point, I think. $440 million through her immensely successful career as a TV judge. I'm telling you, JF, you're leaving money on the table here. Yeah, well, I make about that much doing the show, so it's not really like... <laughs> I'm getting very close to that uh, amount. I truly don't know what we would do with that kind of fuck. <laughs> Imagine what kind of monsters we would be with oh my $400 God. million. Dollars. I mean, Good no Lord. one. the truth is, the truth is, no one would know because no one would ever hear from me ever again. Yeah, I'd fucking go uh, face-off mode. Fucking completely <laughs> change my whole fucking shit. I'll say you'd go face-off mode. <laughs> I'd switch a face. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But you don't have to say you'd go face off mode. That's not. I don't think that's what you. All right. That we switched your face off, and that's uh, the total comes to uh, three hundred ninety nine point nine 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 million dollars. <laughs> oh, <it>. drat! My <laughs> money. <laughs> uh, isn't that the way though? Every time you get a little, every time you get a little chunk of change in your wallet, yeah, here comes the next. You know, here comes the next fucking like. You know, I was just tell you, I get put new tires on the car, right? I was mm-hmm. feeling, I felt a little bit okay for a second. Holidays, your butt tightens up a little bit, you know, and then they say, oh, by the way, you need new tires. Great. All right. Okay. Just, just fuck me. And same thing yeah. if I ever win the Powerball. I win the Powerball, you know, all of a sudden, here you go, bing, bang, boom, you know, your HVAC just went out. Now I got to replace yeah. my fucking, so are you serious? Why? The heat pump too? I got to put the new heat pump in the fucking, you know, it's just one thing I took, after another. I took my shit to the mechanic to fix the fucking, <laughs> the front bumper was falling off because, uh, yeah. Maybe I bumped a guy. Okay. Well, is it illegal? Is it illegal to crash your car into some guy now? Did I fucking? Well, did I miss something and wake up in fucking uh, Soviet Russia? It depends on the guy. I think if you <laughs> like who it is, I think you might be okay. Wait. Um. You know what's so scary about that? I just picked up some weed I had in the car. And I was like, fucking mm-hmm. bumped a guy. Not something you want to do, dog. Yeah. Right. This was back. This was back in the day. And I used to smoke weed. Um, but I took it to the uh <laughs> the place and they fixed it, you know, and like I'm driving it, you know, nineteen hundred dollars later, by the way. Uh, fucking front end. The car is uh, worth four thousand dollars apparently to CarMax. But so anyway, I'm gonna keep the car. Um <laughs> so what am I gonna do? Get another fucking car? Get I another know. car payment? It's ridiculous. They got you. People are like, you look it up, uh, you look up stuff to, you know, buy a car, how to buy cars or whatever the fuck you're looking up, like you're doing research and everybody's like, this is probably the worst time ever to buy a car. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's comforting as somebody who needs a car right now. How, hey, how glad are you right now? There's no subreddit where the next, the next post up there would be like, why doesn't Mike just get rid of his car and take public transit? <laughs> are we still really, are we still really driving cars? Gas cars. In 2024, oh, and it's a turbo too. Does he really need a turbo <laughs> in his fucking car? He should have. Uh, you know, when he was panicking, when uh-huh. the tree fell on his car last or whatever the fuck, he should have <laughs> made a made a better decision. Yeah, I probably should have. I'm gonna kill your ass. I'm looking up your username right now, like figuring out where you live. You son of a bitch. This is why we can't have one. This yeah, is why I we mean, can never the, ever have one. Dude. The Doughboy stuff. No, don't even. Don't don't fucking. They're going to get you. They're going to get your ass next. They're going to get you. Don't fucking say nothing Uh, about them. Hey, we're cool Uh, with y'all. We are cool. Always much love to the fans. Big up. Thank you. Hey, thanks. All the times we get the shout outs and the comments on the Mm. Doughboy subreddit. That's a nice. Stop talking about it. That's a nice ego boost. I love it. Don't. 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 (laughs) It is. That was a funny fucking episode. I will. I listened to it last night. 
Yeah. Funny fucking ep. Everything Gabe, they do turns Gabrus, to gold. The man. So funny. He's so so funny. funny. So funny. It's 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 it it must be what an embarrassment of riches to be those guys and have not one or two, but seemingly hundreds of funny friends who are willing to, you know, at the drop of a hat, come in yeah. and produce some some absolutely top tier content. And 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 I must say, Mike, this must this can't go unremarked upon. You, you also got to say the thousands of incredibly intelligent and funny fans as well and yes, listeners and supporters of the show. Like, I mean, that's what you do can't, one without the other. I mean, it's, it'd be insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what it's all about. I know they feel the same way. So I, and you know, just yeah. Hats off. <laughs> hats off. To, hats off to him. Hats off to him. Hopefully Dan got the edit notes on this one. Hats off to him. I am and stepped away. This is the worst thing that ever happened. He is in the bathroom. Yeah. I I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit fucked up today because I did I did the duty. I did the damn thing. I woke my ass up. Alarm went off at 5 30. Why don't you ask me what time I woke up? Alarm went off at 5 30. Mm. When did I wake up? When did you you want me to ask you when you I want you to ask me that. I want you to set it when up. When did yeah. you wake up? 5 20. Oh. No, no. That, that sucks. <laughs> That's because no, it's actually that's the best case scenario. <laughs> Waking up before the alarm. That's the best case scenario because the alarm is going to wake you up anyways. Yeah. So the extra ten minutes doesn't do you any good, right? Who cares? It makes no difference. You're still going to feel like you woke up at five thirty, whether you <laughs> well, woke up five twenty or five thirty, right? By, by but, that logic, why would you sleep at all? It doesn't matter. No, no. What's the no. cutoff point? Three well, hours of sleep, four hours of sleep until you feel rested. What is it? I think ten minutes is the bullseye. Ten minutes before you have to get up is the bullseye because. Yeah. That gives you one full snooze cycle, and you didn't get awakened by whatever noise your phone makes. Yeah. So I did it on my own. I woke up and I said, eh, it's probably about 5.30, and I looked at it at 5.20. <laughs> Unreal. Just an amazing, just my body is communing with the world. Like, it's, it's a fucking incredible. machine. It's singing and humming. It's That's, what, a, what an incredible machine. I just go to sleep knowing, I think I have to get up early tomorrow, and I get up early tomorrow. That's how, that's, Locked that's. In. It's just a well-oiled machine. It's incredible what I'm able to do yeah, with this I used fucking to feel, body. I used to feel like that where I would get mad drunk, and I would wake up at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., dehydrated yeah. as shit. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. I feel rested. I feel good. Yes. And all you have to Start do- Start my day. Just get up and take a quick swig of about two gallons of water, and then- <laughs> Then you're back in, but get some of that bile out of your throat, and then yeah. you are <laughs> then you are ready to move and groove. The world is your oyster <laughs> after a day like that. Ah, uh, but those days are in the past, Mike. Those days are in the past. I got up super early. Um, kiddo had a kiddo had a Christmas party. Okay, at school. All right, and mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. Mm -hmm. This is not gonna be the. Uh, this is not gonna be the. Uh, you know, let's let's fix public schools. Show. Yeah, that's that's another show. That's week. another that's another time. I'll get into that when I have a chance to do more research on the topic. <laughs> but we got to get somebody in there who can look at a clock or a calendar. Some something. We got to get somebody in these schools that can say, first of all, which books are dangerous for our children to read. We got to get that person in there all the time. I saw I saw some fucking. I think it was a news story about like a cop who went into like a school library looking for a book that was like mm -hmm. LGBT or something like that, dude. Like fucking like. <laughs> 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 
um, that's ridiculous, dude. I mean, it's on it's, top look, of everything else. Just, I mean, I know, I know. Insane it's bad. world. It's a bad. It's a bad world. But I think more. You know, maybe something that does deserve attention is like, hey, if we know we're got, we've got a Christmas party, okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. If we know we what got are you a Christmas, writing down? Twenty minutes. What are you writing that I'm down writing for? Writing that down so Dave can fucking take down? it out. <laughs> okay, write down follow up. <laughs> I'm not taking that out. You have to take that out. That's your job. Uh, we can't we can't threaten the police now. Apparently, on your um, it was a joke. <laughs> but you still still needs to be cut from the episode. Um, somebody needs to know that if you've got if you got a Christmas party, mm-hmm. and you know that you want the kids to you want the kids' parents to sign into the school, okay, yeah, for safety reasons. County policy: you have to make your mark on a piece of paper before you get the visitor sticker. <laughs> My kid's school has like a button that you press on the outside of the door. And I don't know if even if they have cameras because immediately after you press it, they just unlock it. So it's like, what are we cool. even doing here? Right. Well, who's who's whose safety is it? Like it's like you press the button and it's like, dude, and then the pushing fucking door it, unlocks. Legitimately pushing the open door button with the tip of your gun before you walk right. in is like, it's I mean, like, what are they not, even? I mean, it's I insane. Security theater is one thing, but let's make it convincing. I think would be really nice. <laughs> let's fool somebody. You know what I mean? Let's get like we get, the shell of a metal detector or something. Seriously, get it? We get in. You know, it's like everybody's waiting out in the cold. The line is like wrapping around the school to get in. Oh, gee, I wonder if the parents will want to come to the kids' Christmas party. You think that? <laughs> you think maybe they'll want to come to the kids' Christmas party? It's a half a day, so they can't even go to work anyways. Even if the you parents, the parents wanted to go to work, that can't even go to work anyways because like, well. Let's see. Drop off is going to be at seven oh seven, and pickup is going to be at nine fifty eight. We'll see you promptly at both times. <laughs> like, what the? F- what am I supposed to do all day? You know what I mean? What am I supposed to do in the mor- with my morning? So everybody's there, and it's like the parents are bringing the food in, right? Because they do the sign up genius. Yeah, they do this. They do the sign up genius. I love. By the way, I love the sign up genius pop ups. Hey, thanks mm-hmm. for supporting. Thanks for supporting. Sign up, genius. Here's four different things you got to click through. You want to donate a dollar? Yeah. No, I don't. Love that. I don't want to do that. I don't know what. I don't know what tech guy was in charge of thinking. Sign up, genius is a full business. It's not a business. It's, it's like a, one person uses it, and then they tell everybody this is like the best. Yeah. I'm not do or whatever. I'm not interested in floating your whole corporation, but click on the fucking the the fucking HelloFresh thing. You know what? Use my HelloFresh code, not the sign up genius. Would you like to? Would you like to donate? Have I have I ever wanted to donate? I'll give you a hint. <laughs> it's fucking no, and I will never. <laughs> <laughs> Little punk ass. Uh, it takes a lot of server space to run sign up. No, it doesn't. It's a checkbox. Yeah, Shut up. Come on. So. Uh, and you have all my data and my kid's name. So yeah, you're you're getting breached in like yeah. fucking two weeks or so. What else do you fucking want? So everybody's got their little Chick-fil-A nugget trays. Everybody's got their, you know, the the fucking warm brownies, the sausage balls, which we've talked about on here. Nobody knows what a sausage ball is. You got the sausage balls, right? You got mm-hmm. the cocoa in the thermos, whatever. Everybody's bringing in all the hot food and stuff like that and waiting outside in the freezing weather to get into the school while we all sign in. And when the parents, this is so funny. When you get into the classroom, the kids are taking their plates and throwing them in the trash because they've already eaten the food that was already there. 
So like everybody who sent like we sent in donuts. Everybody who sent in donuts and all the like the package stuff, the napkins, the plates, the mm-hmm. juice, all that kind of stuff, that's already been run through. And it's already in the bellies and in the garbage. And then you're walking in with a big tray of fucking Who's hungry? Hash- hash brown scramble and the kids are already doing like pin the nose on the rudolph and shit like that you already <laughs> fucked up the party's already over and they're, they're ready post- to go home now up napping watching tv exactly just an insane whiff of scheduling on the part and it's just this it's just this no man's land of like everybody show up for school okay and be on time and bring this and bring this and make sure you have this and don't forget this and then meanwhile, everybody there is just sitting there with their thumb up their asses, not doing yeah. anything. If yeah. I'm going to bring the kid to school, you you wake up and do something too. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what it is. You you do something. I don't. You know, make sure I get to get in there. Make sure I get to have a chick Chick fil A nugget on the way out at least. And keep it fucking clusterfuck. Well, okay, the nuggets are fine. What you yeah. don't like the nuggets? <laughs> I don't like anything, brother. That your uh your your guys at school seems a little bit better than. And mine, you just push the button, then you walk through, and then some guy's behind you, and you hold it open for him. No, don't going. hold it open. The guy in a trench coat holding, like, a fucking <laughs> violin case or whatever. <laughs> Thanks, partner. You didn't, you know, you don't hold it open, do you? I, I, I close that shit hard in someone's face. <laughs> I can't, you can't close it. Dude. I will fucking close it, You can't it, close it, especially if it's a UPS guy or something. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't know I what's, to see don't know what's in that fucker. First of all, if you're the UPS guy, I know you wing that shit out of your truck on my porch, so I don't know why the school <laughs> gets any different. To, if, you're, if you're a UPS guy, you're bringing the package into the desk, I already know it's a fucking false flag. I know your ass is trying something because you're not the real UPS guy. Real <laughs> UPS guy runs the shit over with his truck on the way out of the driveway. <laughs> You see that, that you. Uh, somebody posted in the chat the other day that mail mailmen used to go up to your house, knock on the fucking thing, and wait for you to open the door to give you your mail. Wild. We used to be a real country. We you know? used to we used to be a real country. Yeah. What would it, what do you think it would take? Would it take like four times as many mail carriers as we have now for that level of service where it's like you actually? I mean, not that anyone would want it anyways, but like nobody's you actually, home anyway. You know, there are yeah. I know I that know. maybe worked in like 1930s rural America. But that doesn't yeah. work. Uh, That's I'm gonna move there. By the way, the 1930s rural America. I'm gonna move to 1930s nice. rural America. Sounds yeah. nice. Yeah, I can't really think of any downside. I plus you get the milk in the glass jar. Not really mm-hmm. investigating beyond that. <laughs> TV wasn't as good. I guess TV wasn't as good back then. Um, dust bowl but the, sounded fun. The mil- yeah, dust bowl was good. Plus the milk. Yeah. Um, Mike, it's 2024. We're, th- we're talking about 1930. What we should be talking about is 2024. Almost almost 100 years later, here we are, still standing. Can you believe it? Wow. I thought we would fold a long time ago. Yeah. We would have packed it up. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to get you to fold your laundry. I thought I thought as soon as uh, Britney Spears and Justin Bieber showed up, <laughs> we, there was a sign that uh, circled in the drain, but... What was the reason? The old, what, the old the, resilient USA. Don't interrupt me. The old resilient the old, USA. <laughs> whatever. Was is the, is the reason? Are you saying that people would rather listen to Britney Spears than YKS, and that's why we would stop? People would act. I was talking about more of the country falling apart. People would rather listen to Britney Spears than oh. listen to one of the great uh, musicians like uh, Mozart or wh- whoever. One of those guys. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. I stay up at night thinking about this shit. Like fucking, yeah. We don't read books anymore. We read uh, the internet. 
What? We read the internet and yeah. stuff. It's so sad. No, it's true. No, we don't. We don't read books uh, anymore. All we read is the instructions on how to uh, how to inject our Wegovy. That's what we yeah. read now. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. we read now. Is, all we read now is the CD liner notes to the latest Britney Spears album. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm Sad. a slave. I'm a slave for you. It says here. Wow, that really is interesting. I guess I won't think about that anymore. <laughs> that was a song she did, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. Yep, if that was. Yep, yep. She also did one called "Email My Heart." I think. Well, she had a lot of Did good you hear songs. This? No, yeah, I didn't. E- email my heart, Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. So when email was popping off, some record exec was like, "We have to jump on this. We got to get on this." What do you mean, record exec? She probably wrote it. Oh, you think she wrote her own songs? I guess do I she think, would. Yeah. So I think Britney Why Spears wrote, write her own, I mean, well, how is she going to sing it if somebody else writes it? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> email my heart and say our love will never die. And that I know you're out there, and that I know you still care. Email me back and say our love will stay alive forever. Yeah. Email my heart. Whoa. That is awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah. She's just she's one of my my top singers. Okay. That's really good, Mike. Let's do an update on an old Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Ransom notes: the ridiculous word magnet. Game. This was now. This was cool. I'll tell you why this is cool, because this came from the treasure trove of lost YKS documents. Um, that was, you know what? We're you not know, pointing, I'm tired of hearing about the YKS documents. We're not you want the YKS documents on in one space? You put them in one space. I'm sick of dealing with it and yeah. getting catching blame for this crap. Well, I was trying to blame Dan, and you stepped oh. in the way of the oh, boy. Shit. How is it my fault? Well, it's not mine. <laughs> so. Shit rolls down your own goddamn. It's somebody's fault. Somebody's gonna catch hell for this eventually when we find out who's doing it. This is what it was. Dan was like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh! I need to see. I need to see the edit notes for the episodes. All right. Well, you make the edit notes, and then you can see them where. Well, that's fine. I'll put the edit notes on the document that I'm looking at, and then it goes onto where else but Dan's server, where everything is totally Mm -hmm. safe for years Mm -hmm. and years and years. Right? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Breaking news. (laughs) <laughs> breaking fucking news Dan has 400 terabytes of fucking porno on Google Drive he can't fucking keep it up there anymore Google's mad at his ass Google's kicking his ass out of the fucking internet and I gotta pay for it cause half of my Google documents don't aren't on there anymore okay, only like 20 terabytes of that was porno okay well <laughs> regardless most of it regardless. was wrestling you have that that's thing set worse. up that's like radar and sonar but for adult films you know oh they have God. one of those? Isn't what is it crazy? called? I did it tell just me to try it out, but... I, I don't yeah, know what right. it's called. I forget. They all have to end in ARR. That's the it, cute little convention that they've come yeah. up with. What's it called? Bo- it's called... No. It's called, it's called Bonar. It really no, is. No, it's... it's yeah, called, it is. B-O-N-A-R-R. A fork of radar to work with porn. Yeah. God damn it. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, imagine installing that shit. That's cool, damn, man. bro organizing all my porno files actually there you know, a lot of, there's a, as well yeah a great vintage a great vintage pornos out there that maybe could archive wouldn't hmm. be weird wouldn't be yeah. weird to do yeah if you could approach this from an archivist mentality <laughs> suddenly it's not really it's weird not weird anymore um Anyways, I'm not upset about the missing Google documents because most of them have been returned. No questions asked. Seems I really like 
you're upset about it. I mean, this I'm is gonna, like a f- no, listen. tenth time you brought it up. I mean, I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to ask that the hundreds of YKS show outlines be put back on my desk, and it, when, <laughs> when my eyes are open, I won't. There's He's no peaking. questions. I'm not peeking. <laughs> I'm not peeking. Um, we got most of them back, and I'm glad to have them back here. Yeah, somebody, we'll get, I, we'll get all of it organized. Somebody will we'll get a, Somebody will do it. Get archivist in here. I will say beyond beyond Dan's unfortunate run in with the Google Drive mods, someone a, myster- a mysterious u- an unnamed user at one point in their lives had something of a penchant for finding files <laughs> in excess of five kilo- kilobytes, but below ten kilobytes, and mm-hmm. nuking them mm-hmm. from orbit Get with a powerful space it. laser. <laughs> I don't remember this one, JF. Ransom notes the magnetic creative party game for making hilariously ter- terrible sentences. Now we don't we don't usually remember the projects on here. No, this it's, one, yeah. This one probably suffers from the problem of being too similar to other uh, things we've covered. This is from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, and even that didn't you know didn't jog my memory. Um, I, I don't know. I this this didn't ring didn't a bell jog for me. My memory, John Morant. Wow, basketball that's player, good. dude, try and keep up. That's pretty fucking good, man. Not bad at all. <laughs> that is a baller reference. Um, <laughs> episode one eighty six, February of twenty one. It had fifty six thousand dollars of a ten thousand dollar goal when we talked about it. And here is one reason we should have remembered it. It blew that out of the water with over a hundred and eighty one thousand dollars raised from nearly five thousand backers. This was an incredibly successful campaign um from uh evan katz and oh okay this is starting to ring a bell i remember charty party their previous hit they did charty party puns of anarchy charty party all ages then ransom notes that's why they had this built-in fan base because charty party was a, a pretty big success and the name oh, yeah. kind of makes a little more sense so that's why they followed up ransom notes actually i didn't even check this out with open relationships the hilarious Venn diagram party game. They made over 60 grand uh, putting that game together as well. So these guys know how to make little card games where you can write on them with a dry erase marker. I don't know Mm -hmm. what genre, what genre is that? Do you remember this? This was huge back in the day where you would put um, like the magnetic letters or something, the words on your fridge and people would spell out like crazy stuff. You come over to the house and be like, ah, that's crazy. Like uh, the witch uh cast a spell on my ass or something and your friends will come over and be like god damn that is funny as fuck somebody that is not something you usually see on a fridge clip that part out of it where he says that <laughs> um yeah so they they know what they're doing with these games um this open relationships one here it shows an example like the so it's a venn diet you know a venn diagram right yeah a venn diagram it's movies that vin diesel was in uh movies Oh my God. If he thinks of another nah, part of nah. this, then this is going to be a fully formed <laughs> joke. This will be, this will be insane. If, if he can think of one for diagram, it. what would the diagram one be? Uh, whatever. These guys also, matter. after this one, um, they, they, uh, launched a game called tiny laser heist. It's a 3d game of finesse wits and tiny hands. Where are you seeing that? Look at their latest update. 
Oh, it's not it's not attached to the same guy's name, huh? No, it's created by Josh Roberts. Oh, collab, well, that... collabo with Evan Katz. Okay. I'm the Josh in Evan and Josh's very special games company. We make huh. abduction, ransom notes, puns of anarchy, open relationships, and charity party. Very special games.com. That's kind of interesting. The tiny laser heist one looks kind of cool. It almost has that uh, that setup of like uh, that icebreakers game, you know, yes. where it takes yeah. some kind of weird physical setup with the sticks and stuff. And then you kind of get in there and move it around. That's interesting. Who the hell invented that? That's so crazy. Yeah, that is weird to think about, huh? <laughs> oh, I, I got an idea. How about I make a game about ice? What? Yeah. But everybody would get all melt. It would get melty. Everybody get. What? Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> um. This one. Uh. And well, let's let's forget though. I, I I could talk about open relationships all day, but I'm I want to go back to ransom notes instead. This is uh. This was a highly successful game. Yeah. This is the video here. This will tell someone their fly is open, and then you get all these words here, and you put on your little word board, for instance. You have quite accident, we anxious. Wait, that's not... Is that really the answer that you... Oh, hang on. I can't be right, is it? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, seeing him, I'm seeing him put it together now, I think. Let's see. Ask a child in the airplane seat behind you to stop kicking. Young man, why foot enemy? I suffer. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I, get, I guess I get it. Hi, we're Evan and Josh, the guys behind this game for making good Hello. Cards. And this one for making ridiculous puns. I'm saying hello to Evan only. Humor, <laughs> games that make you think. And we think we've made our best one yet. Ransom notes. We've always loved the bizarre and wild sentences people make on the internet, from YouTube yes. comments to Craigslist we- ads. We thought, could we make a game and force you to make these hilarious sentences? Uh. We realized we had the perfect tool right in front of us, on our fridge. Here's how Ransom Notes works. Okay. Your game comes with hundreds of carefully selected word magnets. You know what this is? Hmm. Tell me if this makes sense. This is act- this is like a Jackbox party game that's just like physical. Right, right, right. This is I the mean, kind of game that you play on that. It's identical to the other thing. It's identical to the word magnets on the fridge, but you're just... Yeah. You have a little board. I just mean in terms of like... In terms of game experience, the, the stuff on Jack... Uh, the Jackbox stuff is like, well... Is this a game? Yeah, I guess it is, but it's really uh, the only reason I I'm even tolerating this rule set is because I'm with like eight people I like. You know what I mean? It's not like you're not driven to play the Jackbox game yeah. because yeah. the Jackbox game itself is just so, so clutch. <laughs> just kind of like fun well, what, experience. <laughs> yeah, what can I do with the people that are already here so we don't just look at our phones? And also Jackbox does have you look at your phone the whole time. So that's not even really that doesn't even do that, but this is about the same level as that, which admittedly I would have no idea how to do. So good on him, much less making 200 K off the fucking thing. Um, I could do it. You should do it. I will. Okay. You have quiet accident. We anxious. (laughs) You get it. That sucks. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) going through the comments here, a lot of people saying, Hey, I'm missing the game. I don't have the game. I found it on Amazon and I didn't get the game. And, you know, to Evan's credit, a lot of the responses are like, hey, you know, just I sent you a message or, you know, we don't have your address. Can you send us an email? And I think this is true as somebody who has who has now been on the receiving end of a few of those weird a backer kit or whatever emails. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. can you put your address in um, or can you like. Where where do we ship the fucking thing you bought a year and a half ago? You know, have you moved? All this kind of it is pretty confusing to the buyer, and so 
Also, I guess the sellers have a hard time dealing with these things too. I think they generally try to make it easier, but ultimately it's just another tool that gets in the way of, yeah. you know, fulfillment and stuff like that. But I, the, the one other one that sticks out to me on here is from Sam who says, played this at Christmas. It was surprisingly boring with rules that were extremely unclear <laughs> and words that were either inappropriate to use with children or just uninteresting. The rule set needs to be streamlined and refined and the gameplay more quick paced. Two out of 10 would not recommend. Now, Damn. That's, I mean, that's a bad review to get, obviously. Also, the review is from, as of this recording, five, well, this says five months ago. The review was left in August, and he says, played this at Christmas. So, <laughs> you know, not, I'm not doubting that the game could be boring, for all I know it is, <laughs> and I wouldn't get anything out of it. But Sam leaving this review in August, late August, about yeah. how boring the game was in Christmas... I feel like I'm not taking that at face value, right? You got you you got enough time to make it interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you fucking honestly, if you are you if you're thinking about this boring game you play yeah. at Christmas <laughs> for, in August, months months you know, later. You know what? I'm actually giving it to them. If you <laughs> if you're still thinking about this shit, we we covered this thing in February of 2021. I couldn't tell you the first thing about it. It's left my memory already. I think I have a claim to saying I was bored by it because I don't remember <laughs> it. But your ass is still thinking about it. I think you actually liked the fucking game. And these guys, look at this shit. Do you see this right here? You see the number of uh, you see the number of ratings these guys have on Amazon? I do not. Okay, well, why don't you fucking look at my screen? Can I'm you, not sharing. Can you share idiot. the fucking screen? Well, why don't you <laughs> imagine what it would fucking? I should have just said yes. Yeah, and kept, and we just kept kept going. And then, what about this part here? You read this part to him, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do they oh, rate? Eight? Four thousand four hundred and eighty-seven yeah. ratings. They got four point six. This is uh very well reviewed. Of their very Amazon.com. Well, that's a ton of sales. $35 a pop. Oh, which, by the way, let's see what the rewards were. See if what the MSRP was going to be. $35 a pop. Inflation's out of control. <laughs> yeah. That's shit. Yeah. Be. Actually, there's a really good, there's a good soda that's good for your belly that you can drink that costs that much money. <laughs> you ever fuck with those? What, the kombuchas and stuff? No. One of the soda pops. It's like cream soda, but it makes your belly feel good. No. No. Never had that. I, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you, you this right fucking now. I'm, I'll tell you this right now. They do sponsor podcasts. So, oh, sh oh, shit. So they're, so they're good. Um, Ransom Notes was originally going to go for, if you got it on Kickstarter, it was $33 plus free shipping. You get it on Amazon right now, it is $35 plus free shipping. So I guess... But you know what? They, to their credit, they don't say on here like incredible discount. They just say like this is what the game is. So you know that's not even really a gotcha. I don't know. I don't think I have a problem with these guys. I think I'm shaking their hand right now and saying good job. I'm shaking their hand. I'm asking them for advice. How yeah, can really? I get a piece of this action? Yeah. Yeah. But look at this. This is like you have to like Photoshop this thing stuff. You know, you're not gonna do this. Yeah, this seems like a lot of work. Where it's like you put the picture of the board game on there and then like a sentence mm -hmm. on the side that says what's in the board game. Yeah. You really want to do all I'm that? Out. I'm out. Yeah, I didn't You're think right. so. No. Anyways, that was Ransom Notes. That was the update on the old Kickstarter gang. We've got six more Kickstarters to kick off the year of 2024, Mike. But first, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more YKS right after this.
Mike, do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? Oh, yeah, big time. Oh. <laughs> well, listen, I, 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 can tell, I can tell you probably what it is. It's all those subscriptions, right? You know, think about it. You got the streaming services, okay? Yes. You got the fitness apps. You've got My, the, and, yes. and, and this one here is very heavily underlined, and I'm underlining it in thick red ink for you. Delivery mm. services. <laughs> Come on, I've cut, I've cut down. I've been, I've been all right. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll come over to, I'll come over to Mike's place and I'll be like, hey, this is a cool pencil. Where'd you get this pencil? He goes, oh yeah, I ordered that. Just delivered. Just got it in today. <laughs> Jeff, uh, if yeah. I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? Honestly, it would be extremely difficult for me to do that. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, if you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. I could have told you that. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I kind of think of Rocket Money as like a... Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'm allowed to say the specific the character. Well, okay, I have a I have a specific character in mind. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it, but I'll try to play. I'll yeah. try to dance around a little bit. Um, you know the little green guy on that show where the family is like rocks, or they like rocks, or whatever. Excuse me. The little green guy who's on the shoulder, and he's like, "Hey, stupid! Why did you do that?" Do you know what I'm talking about? Everybody's listening right now knows who I'm talking about. It's the, the show, fam- the, the the family, rock. and they have a bunch of rocks in their house, or actually, their house is a rock. The Osborns? No. Okay. <laughs> Rocket Money has over five million users and has helped save its members an average of seven hundred and twenty dollars a year with over five hundred million dollars in canceled subscriptions. They'll even try to get you a refund. For those last couple of months of wasted money, you weren't even using it. You say, I don't want this anymore. They say, all right, we'll see what we can do. Rocket Money is there on your side, negotiating those bills a little bit lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Stop stop wasting money on things you don't use, bozo. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash YKS. You know, do you know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh, that green guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's rocketmoney.com slash YKS. Rocketmoney.com slash YKS. It's a living. Oh, it's six pack time. It's six pack time. It's time to do. Okay. Six pack time. Time for the six pack, Mike. And I think it being the very first of the year, the first episode. The first Kickstarter we're going to talk about here in the calendar, I think you should go first. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Poor and Rich Man, a feature about rich man look down poor man on the street, but good people come to help. This is a wow. um, a movie by a guy named Vandy Chim. Mm-hmm. I'm a director and writer. Writer in the bio. Mm-hmm. Two T's in that. It's right. uh, maybe just... Uh, Run it through. <laughs> Double check on that. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. That's um, fine. This guy wants to make a movie. Uh, in the video that they have for this, it's so fucking good. Because this it's, guy, I guess, the, I mean, the guys aren't actors or something. This is just like amateur shit or whatever the fuck. Yeah. They're shooting like a scene on the street with like this homeless guy or whatever the fuck. 
Yeah. And he keeps like blowing his lines. And they put this in the Kickstarter for some reason. They put this on the Kickstarter page. Makes yeah, sense. and it's it's actually the only video that's on here. Well, there is this this is a different video here on the bottom. I actually didn't see what this video was, but let's watch the one we're talking about first to give you an idea. This is the director of the film filming on a phone and also including the part where he says action and cut, which that's fine. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. on a busy street. I actually can't tell where this is. It has like that um that type of like clay shingle roof that you might see in Florida. But the yeah, like yeah. motorcycles and stuff that are going by make me feel like it's not Florida, but de- it definitely feels like a tropical climate. Um, the location here says New York, New York. This doesn't look like New York to me, but you would know, um, having been there, lived there. Hell, does not um, look like any place that I've ever seen. Did you ever take the uh, Z train down to a? Uh... Mostly, I took the L when I lived there. Oh God, JF. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know what came with you, pal. Uh, let's watch the video. Okay, so we're looking at our street action. corner here. Yeah, we hear action. Yeah. You can see a man talking on a cell phone. Businessman. Walk, walking towards this homeless guy. And the- Yeah, okay, so this is the action. This is the action scene here. The, the camera is, you know, and I've never... No made a movie or anything like that obviously but uh the camera here camera is about uh, was that like a hundred yards away (laughs) from the fucking subject it's so far away it's like around the corner of a business for some they're shooting (laughs) but they're they they're shooting the scene where this uh quote-unquote rich guy on a cell phone that's how you know he's rich he's walks up walks up or walks down the street and gets accosted by this other guy what the point of it is not sure don't know. Yeah, well, the business guy is definitely... Wow, is the name of this cafe Loading Cafe? Like an internet cafe type of place? That's funny. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Loading Cafe. Where is that at? Yeah, where is it? What do you That's think? Oh, wait. Vietnam. Is it? Let me look here. I'm looking on the Google Maps. I'm, I got my... Uh, who's that guy? Okay. I don't Basically know. Basically that guy. The fucking... Uh, you know. You're talking. The, you're talking about the GeoGuessr guy. Yeah, I'm him. I'm basically so I'm, him. Okay. Well, you're whoever that is. I'm looking at this sign here that says Inham 24 on the window, and I believe this is pointing towards. Uh, ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a Cambodian company. Yes. Mm. Inham 24. If this is the office of Inham 24 right here. That is a corporate office in, oh boy, this is a really tough capital to say, I feel like. Just say it. Come on. Phnom Penh? Yeah, I think that's right. Phnom Penh. Is that right? Yep. That's that shit Trump was on in the 80s. Remember that? <laughs> Anyways, so so they're in this place, and we got the rich guy and the poor guy. Okay, the rich guy is mad at the poor guy for simply existing. What a fantastical premise. Well, we'll see how it develops. <laughs> like they're just doing their business here like interacting and okay he's walking away the businessman is now walking the rich man is now walking away before the scene is over yeah yeah and it seems like he's given up on the scene okay cut yeah you just say what's your problem it doesn't the lines really don't matter so <laughs> the rich guy is telling the poor guy you messed up your line right yeah <laughs> 
I don't know if he's actually poor. I think he's an actor. But, but yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm in in the context of the scene. Awful like audio and stuff, and he's trying to do like a you know improv improv scene here. Like you're you're fucking you're a, a rich guy, okay? And you're right. walking down the street and you see a poor guy. Now, what's your natural instinct? Probably to throw up. Probably, Probably. can't throw up on command. So do something else. Yeah. Get really angry. So he knocks the sign over and spits on the ground, and then the other guy reacts. But it seems like they didn't they didn't have more than that to do. Why don't the lines matter? Is it because the motorcycles are driving by so loudly that it's like we're just gonna do this I mean, later anyways? Doing like a, the you know, a yeah. shot, an ex, ex expositional shot or something like from you know, establishing okay. shot or some shit like that. Maybe they're doing that. Maybe it doesn't even matter. They'll well, dub it in later. Crazy angle to do that at, I would say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's well, we got it. Lines really don't matter in this. Uh huh. Why? He's not getting the timing. He's not getting the timing right. Just start talking as soon as I say. Why? Are, why is this? How do you the not promo? know how to do? How is this so hard for you? Action. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The fucking the bikes. So loud. <laughs> Smacks his sign. Yeah, they're they're arguing here. I guess, yeah. Cut. You can't hear any of it. You know. Now I'll walk towards him. I'll walk closer to him. Cut. Well, he's in shot. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's some guy in the shot. Okay, so do it again. <laughs> and this time I'll actually kind of like. And this time I'll oh. actually hit you. So this there was time like I'll a, actually beat the shit out of you. I guess this lady was a PA over here or something, and she yeah. didn't keep the guy out of the shot. He's just walking around. He's like, you know, just walking around the corner or whatever the fuck. Okay. <laughs> so it's really funny to me to be like a diva on set when you're clearly like an amateur guy who they just mm. asked to do this as a favor. And you're like, if he's not yeah. going to take this seriously and hit his marks, then I am fucking out of here. I'll be in my trailer. Like, who are you fucking mad at? You're, you're being recorded, but only just barely. Like, we can't hear or see anything you're doing. So it's it really putting it doesn't. all into this performance. He's a professional <laughs> working with these fucking amateurs. Is a melt he has the Christian Bale meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> I I did I haven't watched past this point. I don't know where it goes. It's kind of and then you hold me down. Yeah. Mm. I'm about, you know, ready to punch him and then you hold me back. What? Alright. Is he the director? Uh, Is the rich guy the director in all this? Get that cough in there. Get that cough in there. Get, get in her asshole. Job, All right. Okay. And action. Yes, yes. I'm on my way now. I just realized how funny it is to be worried about that guy in the shot when there's like 18 <laughs> tuk-tuks like driving by. Yeah. I think they're nailing this one. I think they're nailing this. This is, the, this is it. This is the one. We're using this one. I think he said you need to learn your lesson. Why would the rich guy say that? Learn your lesson about what? Sitting there? Okay. Oh wait, she's an actor too. Wow. She just jumped in and broke the the broke up the argument. This is why it's so important to get permits and stuff and block off scenes because. Uh huh. You know you have you got to control your uh, set here. Boy, I tell you what. What a what a. What a damning scene that was. 
the two ladies walking by the the their their little their little set yeah. here and not even looking over to see what was happening. Just like they had blinders on, didn't even see what was going on, not interested in what was occurring on the sidewalk there. That's tough. We ha- we have a script here, Jeff. Yes. I thought it'd be fun if maybe we read some of it. Yeah, well, I because it was impossible to hear, so I think if we mm-hmm. kind of breathe some life into it by uh, saying it in a way that people could hear it, I think it might actually have the effect of actually watching the movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, two roles here, rich man wearing a suit and sunglasses, and of course there's also a poor guy. Well, I feel like we're going to go with rich, rich man. Rich man, poor guy. <laughs> the project is called Poor and Rich Man. Okay, okay. Some consistency, um, maybe. I'll be reading for poor guy if you'll take the uh, if you'll take the rich man role. No problem. Uh, this is rich man wearing a suit and sunglasses, talking on his phone. <clears throat> okay. Yes, I know. I'm on my way to the meeting. Don't no, worry. Don't... I'll close the deal. Hang on. I hang always on, hang do. On, hang on. Hang on. What? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. What? I can't. No, I can't. We can't. He's fucking British or Australian or something. I can't work. I can't work like this. I can't do this. Either going to read it right, okay? You're either going to read it right, or I'm out of here. Actually. Okay. Yes, yes, I know. I'm on my way to the meeting. Don't worry. I'll close the deal. I always do. He walks walks past a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk with a cardboard sign that says, please help. He kicks the sign away and spits on the ground. Hey, what's your problem, man? Why'd you do that? My problem is people like you, lazy, worthless parasites who beg for money instead of working. You're a disgrace to society. You should be ashamed of yourself, mate. Ashamed? Ashamed of what? Of being poor? Of being hungry? Of being human? You're the one who should be ashamed. You're the one who has no heart, no compassion, no soul. You're the one who thinks money can buy everything, even happiness. But you're wrong. You're miserable and lonely and empty inside. <laughs> oh, please, spare me, you pathetic speech. You don't know anything about me or my life. You don't know what happiness is. Happiness is power, success, luxury, fame. Happiness is having everything you want and more. Happiness is being me. No, happiness is not being you. Happiness is being free, being loved, being grateful, being kind. Happiness is being able to sleep at night without guilt or regret. Happiness is being able to look at yourself in the mirror and like what you see. Bollocks, mate. Enough of your nonsense. You're wasting my time and my patience. Get out of my way or I'll make you regret it. No, you get out of my way. You can't bully me or anyone else anymore. You can't treat people like dirt and get away with it. You can't hide behind your money and status and your arrogance. You can't escape from truth. All right, that's it. You asked for it, mate. (laughs) He tries to punch the poor guy, but he misses. (laughs) And And scene. scene. God, that was that. That was really moving. I I like that. I think if they if they had the right actors in there, and you know who you know who could who could realistically, uh, you know, I don't know if the current guys are going to work. But if you want to go a different direction with it, you know, I I, I think I have an idea. I think I I have an idea of who it could be. I think I do too. Um, <laughs> actually, in, in scene two, there's a whole different character called Good Guy. 
Ah, good, fuck. Good guy. A young man wearing a casual outfit, sitting at wow. a table with a laptop and a coffee cup, watching the scene unfold. What's going on over there? He gets up and runs toward the street. Ah, that's just great. That was the role of the lady in the white shirt. Okay. Ah, and so she steps in and like gets them to admit that they don't want anything from each other um, and can go their separate ways. And the rich man finally figures it out because, because the good guy says, you're not so different from him after all. You both have dreams. <laughs> you both have strengths and weaknesses. Wow. You both have a story. You both have value and dignity. And the rich man says, I'm sorry I kicked your sign and hands him the sign back. And then also he... <laughs> He gives him some money and says, it's not much, but maybe it can help you. <laughs> and that's how they, that's how they part ways. Thank you. You opened my eyes. No problem. Glad I could help. And scene and movie. <laughs> Was, do you, is, is this written by AI? Do you think just because of the weird stilted dialogue of it, but it's also like it's grammatically correct. I think it's possibly on Vandy Chim. I feel like somebody who would write something this insipid would also have a ton of grammatical errors. I just don't think they're getting through it totally unscathed in terms of like, I don't know, having a subject and object, you know, subject and predicate in here. Like it makes sense. There's no like weird comma or anything like it just looks Mm -hmm. like it looks like it was run through like a script software or something. (laughs) That's not to say that it's good. I just mean it looks like it was written by someone. You know what I mean? This is the second time that this project has been up. The yeah. first time they wanted $2,000, they got $1,001. So they launched it again with the goal of $900. Just go to GoFundMe or whatever. Or just do what you literally yeah. just did. What what will you be doing with the $900 that you're not trying to, that you're not accomplishing? So I mean, whatever. You can buy it's, like one camera or something. It's, uh, I mean, not even the way fucking cameras jesus fuck um <laughs> fucking shit fuck uh anyways i don't know they're on some other shit seems like a bad idea but very funny i'm glad i got to look at it and in that way i feel like we're not so different he and i <laughs> um the next one i got for you is 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 also really by another uh self-stylized uh artist uh movie maker um this is called save the red states save the red states um, initiating an advertising campaign that features billboards with a message for travelers entering a red state. Florida will be the first. Um, this is good. This is a big billboard. Um, and it's if it's going to go in Florida, this is what it's going to say. Um, it says, welcome to the great state of Florida. Now, here's something that was not run through spell check. This is very weirdly capitalized. Um, Welcome to the great state of Florida. We hope you enjoy your stay. However, if you plan to stay, please leave the deplorable politics that destroyed your state at the border. Keep Florida prosperous and livable. Brought to you by Save the Red States. And a picture of a lone palm tree over on the side Mm -hmm. there. Looking very much like it's giving Corel word perfect. It's like not quite. Yeah. This um, is... Someone who found a billboard template online, maybe. And, but the text yeah. of the billboard is so... I mean, the, the stupid fucking message aside, the text of the billboard is so small. You would never like, be able to read this, yeah. Cruising down the highway at like 90 mile an hour, as I do. Oh, wait a minute. Look. Trying to read this fucking thing. What is that? I, th- I think that this blurring here 
they blurred over a logo or something. <laughs> Did they blur over the logo, or is this like a zoomed-in screenshot of Google Maps where that happens automatically? Oh, maybe, yeah. So like it, like it, they blurred out the Lamar or CBS yeah, Outdoor yeah. sign or whatever here, and then somehow got this, yeah, MS Paint picture over top of the billboard. Um, yeah, if you're driving down the road fast, you may be able to make out the palm tree but the Welcome i mean to the what did it say that's what that's the your experience seeing this billboard <laughs> so so fucking stupid now obviously this guy is just like a, a garden variety mm-hmm, mm-hmm. psycho he thinks that crime in blue states is going crazy and everybody's moving away from even the <laughs> democrats was- want to escape these states he says look i don't you know you don't want me to repeat it's not miss marco crying that's his name <laughs> you don't need me to repeat this guy's politics uh, for you, but he says the cost of the billboard would approach ten thousand dollars for a three month contract. It's so funny that you have you have you don't have a creative bone in your body, and you're like, I gotta buy a ten thousand dollar billboard <laughs> to say I'm, that I have politics. I don't, I don't I don't have anything interesting about me. I'm not creative, or I can't you know. I, but I I do have one ability, and that is to hate something. So yeah. <laughs> maybe I can make some money off of that somehow. Right. Really, really he's, smart. He's created eight projects on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what are they? One of one of them is the Save the Red States billboard, but the other seven are something called Tomcat Double Impact, which is a, a movie based on our thriller book, Tomcat yeah. Double Impact. It's an aggressive response to those who attack America. I wonder, wonder what that could be about. Yeah. What do you think that is? Um it says it's Jack Reacher meets Hannah with a touch of thin man. Oh, this is that French phrase I don't know how to pronounce. Now I look even dumber than this asshole. Savoir-vive? Savoir-vive? Is that how you say it? Let's see. I don't I think that's... French. <laughs> Didn't know that, did you? <laughs> I knew I was that it just was... a country bumpkin. Well, I knew that savoir-vive was Japanese for a lettuce, but I didn't really know anything <laughs> beyond that. Wait, on the original... Um, campaign for Tomcat. He says, our country is engaged in a culture war initiated by the left to fundamentally change our country. Movies are an important propaganda weapon of the left. So what I thought I'd do is make some propaganda for the right. Uh, and they have been very <laughs> successful with their efforts. We were producing a movie in response to these efforts. Unlike most Hollywood fare these days, Tomcat Double Impact will favorably depict America, its people, and its principles. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. As you know, these conservative art projects are always top of the line in terms mm-hmm. of production value. Um, I'm looking on the Tomcat website. They've got onto the lunacy. Liblunacy.com. Um, yeah, liblunacy.com is the website. Um, this is one arguing against the fact that white supremacists are domestic terror threat so this guy's you know defending white supremacists that's mm-hmm. always a good thing to have mm-hmm. on the top of your blog is how good that those guys are what was, um, the, what was the thing i saw the other day on the, the nashville subreddit it was like um yeah they're doing new laws to make everything worse or something like that and the one guy piped up and was like actually the thing that you're freaking out about is only part of a larger package yeah right. all right <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> The the only times I will go to the extent of blocking someone on Reddit is when they're like the the nasty conservative mods on any national yeah, related yeah. subreddit because they're always fucking piping in there 
their little Nashville Predators avatar and going like, actually, the homeless is a big problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Oh, I'm, I see. You just read the headline. Actually, yeah. it's way worse than what you're freaking you're, out you, about. Being a being a forum cop and a conservative guy at the same time. <laughs> I just, I absolutely cannot, and knowing you live like down the road from me, I can't yeah. fucking handle it. I'm going to lose. I'm trying to figure out what hot chicken place is open. I don't need to hear your nasty little <laughs> downvoted ass in here. Shapiro lives here. Where does he live? In like Brentwood or something? Where does he live, I, Dan? Find his fucking, get on, um. No. Here's what you do. No. 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 <laughs> what? No, Dan, go back to sleep. I um, fixed all my stuff. It works again. Nice. This is the trailer for Tomcat Double Impact, the movie. The concept trailer. I wonder how he put this together. Let's see. Seven. Wait, it's seven minutes long? These how? Are just some, I'm guessing these are just some... Tomcat Double Impact trailer. Yeah. Really good, dude. Really uh, man, good. I, I really believe that your conservative <laughs> art project... Yeah, these... It's about time these loony lefties <laughs> saw some real art. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Welcome okay. to our trip in the TikTok voice. Yeah. We believe our humble effort to give you insight to our story will prompt you to further research this intriguing adventure of our... How do you not know how to make a trailer? You don't know how to do anything. Tom Ford experienced a very inauspicious outset to his life. At three days of age, his Dartmouth College mother dropped him off on a doorstep in a basket. His Dart Dartmouth College, College mother. mother. Yeah, that's good writing. That's really, These really good. Liberal lefty loony institutions. Well, you can see why Tomcat has generated so much buzz and has so many new fans in the space. In fact, here's a genuine video right here from a Tomcat fan. Oh my god. Hey, I'm Sophie, and I think a movie like Tomcat Double Impact needs to be produced because we've gotten so far from the roots of America and everything Fiverr, dude. was built on top of. We need a project that is going to cause reform and bring us yes. back to what we were built on. Uh -huh. Stand on a cultural precipice, okay? One lousy flick could send us hurtling into the abyss, ripping through space. I feel bad for this guy because he thinks he's acting yeah. in a movie. And he doesn't realize he's doing propaganda for a movie Promo that doesn't for, exist. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly lied to on the <laughs> on the Fiverr instructions here. Should we produce as a movie because yeah. it that it values American um, traditional values. Uh, uh -huh. These motherfuckers are hurting for money, bro. <laughs> so many different Holy shit. Tomcat Double Impact. He's in his car. New movie because it is the story of the essential American soul. It captures so much of rising above adversity, <laughs> defeat. So did it, did he? So he can went you, on can there. You do another, can you do another pass at this when you wake after you wake up, please? <laughs> do another. He went this on Fiverr and was like, "I want some, I want some promo." Yeah. This video is about new Tomcat fans expressing their views about the Tomcat story. No, it's not. Some it's not fucking about Fiverr this. people that you paid to read a fucking script. It's fake, like everything else these guys yeah. do. It's fake. Uh, fake writer, fake movies, yeah, fake story, <laughs> fake fans. Fake. If this ever made it to the box office, fake box office. Everything yeah. about it is fake. Everything how about those, it is how fake. Those guys go out and buy copies of their own book and stuff. And you know what? It, it's not even that this viewpoint doesn't exist in the millions, because of course it does. We have the most 
backwards, psychotic, demented population <laughs> of any country on earth, right? People who genuinely hate themselves and everyone around them and would do anything to make sure you knew it. I know that these people exist. My ears but are they, they, don't, they don't go to the movies. They don't they, watch TV. Yeah, it's not they profitable. Don't, That's they why. They don't read books. Like, they don't well, do any some, of that. There's some mysterious reason why we're not uh, more popular. Yeah, because you're psychotic and it's not profitable to be psychotic. <laughs> yeah. Really nasty stuff. Um, and, and what a loser. And what a loser. Now, here's what's interesting, <laughs> about, here's what's interesting about this project. You would think yeah. $10,000, the goal is probably raised $1, $5. Yeah, okay. Especially because the pledge amounts are as follows. $100 is a silver donor, and it doesn't say anything on there. It's a picture of a hat, but it doesn't say you get the hat. Okay. $1,000 gold award, you get two hats plus... A, our friend Greg would like that. Two hats plus a listing on the billboard for you or your business. Hey, I'll just buy a billboard, and then I will buy a hat another time. Um, okay, moving on. Platinum award, ten grand. That's the entire cost of the billboard. Also, nothing listed, but it looks like they used a different stock photo of a hat. So, don't know if that's meant to be a different hat, or I don't know if it's just taken for granted that you are paying for the billboard, and so you get the billboard. Don't know. Um, but they have raised, out of six, uh, six morons' pockets right here, um, $11,111 of their $10,000 goal. Um, and looking at the levels, Mike... There have been, uh, there's one backer at the silver donor level, $100. There are three backers at the gold level, $1,000, and zero backers at the $10,000 goal. So that means that there has been $3,100 raised for rewards. <laughs> the rest of it was just donated to the general slush fund for Save yeah. the Red States. You can see um, here on Kick Track, I have it pulled up where. Yeah. <laughs> Like one day they got like nine donations or something. Yeah, that's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Very interesting there, whatever. <laughs> Look, hey. one day they got 11K. Uh-huh. Hey, whatever happened, you know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows whatever happened? My, <laughs> If I had to take a guess, I would say it's a, one of the Koch brothers uh, donating $1,000 three times and then going, oh, wait, I'll just do the full thing. I don't have to get a reward. <laughs> I can just give them the $10,000 right now and then just round it up and then went with it. That would I think, be my guess. I think maybe he made a Facebook post that day. Got everybody's attention. It That's what I really think happened. Went viral to the tune of three donations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't maybe. make another post after that for some reason. Uh, yeah, that, that definitely might have happened. <laughs> Save the red states. It's fake. That's one good thing to remember about all these guys is how fake it is. He even links to a, an IMDB Pro page. That's so funny. Oh, look at I'm looking at the fake reviews of the book on amazon as well i think the only real one is this one that says bible beating republican crap <laughs> worst book i have read in decades <laughs> <laughs> hmm. but then again the five-star review that says good read might also be yeah. uh, real so who knows like the fucking reviews for that cat turd guy man i can't believe he posted a selfie the other day i guess this was Oof. like months ago yeah it's nice what when they slip up guy. like that. Um, all right. Well, I think I did that one. We talked forever about it. Yeah, it's your turn, Mike. Please take it away. Jeff, you might like this one. It's the non-electric dog treadmill. The non-electric yeah. dog treadmill, an eco-friendly and electricity-free solution for your dog's safety exercise. Love this. Well, Love this. It's, it's the time of year, Mike, when mine start 
turning to ideas of treadmills, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our dogs are no different. They are man's best friend after all. But, you know, come January, they there tend to be a lot of man's fattest friends. And they <laughs> need to hop on this motherfucker and slim down <laughs> because they are absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Yes, they make me want to throw up. And the bad thing about it is, is they're eating the throw up, too. So <laughs> it's really a vicious cycle for these guys. Uh, my throw up is very nutrient dense. So they need to get this non-electric dog treadmill from Hong Kong. Check this one out. And you also have to force your dog to listen to this music while they're on the treadmill as well. He hates this. (laughs) Look at him go. Oh, and now we're going to slam on the brakes. Look out, puppy. (laughs) So he went flying off that thing. He really did. Uh, I wonder if the great Gazoo had anything to say about that. We're out of the ads now. I can say that. Oh, wait, that comes after this. Fuck. <laughs> I talk about the great Gazoo in the ad. Spoiler alert. Um, the, uh, the dog treadmill. This is what it's all about here. What deeply concerns me? Well, in the hustle and bustle of city life, I am a dog enthusiast named Alice. My loyal companion is a Labrador retriever named. Chun Chun. It is curiosity and boundless. And I speak Mandarin. Curiosity and boundless energy always bring joy to my life. However, the fast-paced urban lifestyle and my busy work schedule make it challenging for me to provide enough outdoor exercise time for Shun Shun, which deeply concerns me. Guess what? Get rid of your dog. Yeah. Yes. Well, I just don't have enough time to take care of my dog. Get rid of the dog. Yeah, you don't really need a dog i guess is what i mean you're you're painting the picture to me of a person who doesn't really need to have a dog doesn't get anything out of the dog and the dog's not benefiting maybe either from the arrangement i don't know whatever i this is this thing is really really quite big i I go go to work i live in brooklyn i go to work in manhattan leave my dog home for nine hours a day yeah well look He's got plenty of doors to scratch in the house. Uh, he can scratch as many doors as he wants. He just loves listening to the people outside. He'll scream. He'll bark all day long. He loves it. This is uh, imagining that you are. This is this is my problem with it. Imagining that you are living the type of life, right? You're living uh, yeah. in a downtown, um, an urban environment where you're surrounded by people and not necessarily green spaces. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you need place for your dog to exercise. Totally get it. Dogs need to exercise. Makes sense to me. So what you instead do is take up a not insignificant amount of the floor space in your presumably smaller <laughs> yes. home yeah. with a dog treadmill, one that can support the weight <laughs> right. of a large dog and then suspend him on a chain from it in the middle. Who? How are you doing this? this? For? It's for rich people, I guess, is who it's for. Yeah, but don't but they, they have dog prob- walkers? You yeah, know? so what, what? who are we talking about? Who Who could possibly make use of this? It doesn't yeah. fit the niche in the right way. You know what I mean? I don't... It is... Oh, this, is this is from Hong Kong, so it might be different... Uh, a different uh, society over there. We're not... Uh, okay, JF is about on. to say something really stupid, but isn't, <laughs> isn't Hong Kong one of the most densely populated cities yeah, in the yeah, world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is, right? <laughs> you, yeah, you, you get this and you got to sleep on it. I mean, the thing. You gotta put your mattress on it. It's really fucking big. It's really, really fucking yeah. big. It's, it's truly floor space wise. It's no, it's, it's not any smaller than a regular treadmill for a person. Um, yeah. 
it's not electric, which I guess is for safety for the dog, because if it was electric, how is he going to... He can't turn it off, I guess. He huh? can't shut it off, yeah. But there's no place for his iPad on this, so I don't really know what the... He's going to be bored. You're really bored. I don't think a dog would like this. I don't know. You, you Look, you, yeah, I, look, I don't want to drag you out here and tell on your business, but you got the cat wheel. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. essentially an analog of the dog treadmill, right? What do you think about it? Yeah, they got the... Uh... It's called One Fast Cat is uh, who makes it. I got it a long time ago for the old cats here, you know. They love, uh, it has, um, it's like this giant wheel on like roller skate wheels, you know. So it's like yeah. a really smooth uh, when it turns or whatever. Big fucking wheel. Uh, right. The cats cats love to get on it and scratch the hell out of the, the uh, rubber padding on it and stuff. So they enjoy okay. that. They get a kick out of that. And I got a, I got a kick out of paying 250 bucks for it. So we all have fun. <laughs> Everybody wins. Um, the dog treadmill, $1,175 of a $64,000 goal. Eight backers, 59 days to go. Um, this one would run you about, oh, oh, it's so much. Oh, it's really high cost of it. The cost of it is high. Oh, no. Oh. Oh my! Thirteen hundred bucks for this little thing. Oh no! And that's gonna be—you know what? That's gonna be. That's not gonna be inclusive of shipping. It's coming from Hong Kong. You're gonna have to pay mm. for that yeah, to be big motherfucker shipped shit. over here. Nah, oh my nah. god! I got nah. a. I got. I. I have a treadmill. I bought it for what I thought was an insane amount of money, which I think what I, I would have to look up the exact amount. I think it was like $800, and I thought, this is like, you know how many times I could do something that's fun for $800 Ooh. instead of walking on this dumb bitch? And <laughs> this is more than that, and it's not even for me. It's that's not for you. That is crazy. That is, a, and that is an insane ask, I think. Um, yeah. And you can't watch your iPad on it. That is wow. All right. Non-electric dog treadmill. I would say we got to figure out something else for the dogs. It ain't going to be that. I'm sorry. If the dog is bored, it is what it is. I don't know what you want me to. You got to take the fucking dog outside, bro. I know. You ain't going to get around it. It's too bad. It's too bad. Because to I don't. Suburbs, chief. My ass doesn't want to go outside either. So I'm with you <laughs> on that. Um, that was a non-electric dog treadmill. We're halfway through the very first six-pack of 2024. I bet the second half is going to be even better, or at least as good, or if not better, probably somewhere close. It's going to be like approximately. The, it's going to be... You're going to You'll be, be able to listen to it. It's listenable if you're not asleep. We'll be back after this. And we're back. Mike, this one is cool. You know what? I was going to do another one. Let me just, let's just stick with the treadmill world just while we're in it, okay? While we're thinking yeah. about treadmills. Um... I was very vulnerable to you, and I told you that I had a treadmill. I appreciate mm-hmm. you not judging me for that. Um, I, would, I, I, accept, I accept you as you are. You could have taken me to task. You could have shamed me for having the treadmill, but you didn't. And uh, that's why we get on so well after all these years. Um, just a mutual respect. <laughs> um, but let's talk a little bit about the EverFit X, the three-in-one foldable home fitness station. Now, I hope, I hope Mike, that finding out that there is a treadmill... That instead of being a one-in-one treadmill is actually a three-in-one treadmill. I hope that that won't change your perception of my purchase, and I hope that we can still um, agree yeah. that I it was okay what I did. Because I'm, I'm just because this is three-in-one. Yeah, and you got the one. It's fine. 
It's whatever. Doesn't matter. Let's just fucking move on. God, I oh. gotta find a new fucking co-host for this show. Oh, God. God damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> the EverFit X. Enjoy home workout that fits your schedule and lifestyle with a versatile combination of treadmill, fitness pump, and rowing machine. Now, this is in New York, New York. Now, you talk about somebody who has a lot of floor space. New York, New York is exactly where you want to go for that audience. Mm-hmm. And they're going to want this three-in-one foldable home fitness station taking up the combination uh, living room, uh, kitchen, uh, dinette, uh, bedroom. But again, it's three-in-one, Mike. So you're really not just limited to walking on this thing. You can also... <laughs> What's funny is that it's fucking cheaper than the dog treadmill, dude. By a lot. <laughs> By a lot. <laughs> Even without the early bird price, it's cheaper. That's funny. Yeah, well, let's just, while we're talking about it right here, you can get this for $3.99. Now, I know you don't know if that's a good deal or not yet because you don't know what it is. That's 40% off. The MSRP is $665. Feels like it should be. Feels like it should be more. Even though the dog treadmill was expensive, feels like this should be a little bit more expensive. Yeah, it does feel that way, <laughs> but it's not. Let's check this out. Sorry, everyone who uses that as their alarm sound. <laughs> okay, here he goes. Turn this down a little bit. All right, so you got the treadmill. It also has a seat with a rower on it. You pull that out, and you are rowing. Now, nice. I will say about the rower, because of the fact that you have to get really close to the apparatus... Those little uh, handles, like on the side of the treadmill, it kind of means that you are like getting really close to it with your <laughs> shoulders. So you're like staring. You see how close you're getting to the machine when you're going yeah, inside it's really on the road. Compact. You have to stay in. A little bit awkward. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, but you can do it at least if you really want to. It also has what they call fitness pumps, which. The only context I've ever heard that really used is like, you know, like I, like I'm, I got my pump on. Yeah. I've never heard fitness pump and I didn't know if that was. That's not anything. No, it's not really. that people said or. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I think they're talking about like resistance trainers, like. Mm -hmm. So like the, you know, the, the pulleys and shit like that. So you can do these like row type moves. Yeah. This is the one that these, this is the one right here. These uh, resistance bands. This is the thing that all of the Kickstarter exercise campaigns are totally fucking obsessed with, which is what if you stood up stock straight and did uh bicep curls with uh, a, a, a resistance band. pulley? Yeah. Basically just standing straight up. What? Why why that's the exercise that these guys it's think that cheap you, to manufacture. I <laughs> guess that's all it is, yeah. <laughs> this is not this is not I mean, I, I didn't go to exercise college. I actually fucking wish I knew anything about physiology. That's one thing I would love to know about, like physical training yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. That seems like that's always gonna be very relevant. Um and plus presumably I would be healthier and look better, which is that's I the wanted thing I to care go to about now. Exercise college so bad, but you had to do all the prerequisites and stuff, and I was like I just yeah. did all the math and stuff, you know, with the last uh, high school. What was what was the prereqs? Like, do a sit-up, do a push-up, <laughs> run around a little bit? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't think this is one of the exercises that 
a trainer would say, oh, that's really good. That activates a ton of different muscles and you're getting a mm-hmm. lot of mm-hmm. different movements. You're just standing still picking something up over and over. This is the but, move you do when your kid wants uppy. This is not like a, this is not one that's, you're not getting a lot about it, a lot out of this, the, I don't think. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a gif of a lady using the treadmill part of it. She's doing these tiny little steps. I mean, this is a, this is a compact treadmill three in one system that you, I mean, you're going to set it up in your shared space with your 45 year old roommate and stuff there. And yeah, trying to do these little jogs. Maybe it's good for like a five foot, hundred pound woman, but maybe sure. not for everybody. I would agree. I do think that you're right that this is one of those items that benefits so much from you not seeing it in person and going and imme- immediately yeah. clocking it as being too small for what you want to do. Yeah. The plastic's too thin or something like that. That would be very useful to know. Oh. Yeah. Oh, automatically retract when you turn it off. That's what the fitness pumps are. So these are just like little boxes and man, that looks really bad. That looks like a fishing line. Um, treadmill, rowing machine and fitness pump. That's the three in one uh, that you can do here. So he's doing his curls. She's using the smart digital touch panel. Oh, wow, you're right. The steps are so small that she's taking. This is not a full extension treadmill at all. I mean, yeah, you get, you get on Little a treadmill steps. in the you get on a treadmill <laughs> in the gym, you got to really fall off the motherfucker to fall off the motherfucker. But, but this what is a geni- like, what a genius idea to have to build a product like this but all, but to, to show off like the tiny steps as if it's normal or something like I know. that. I know. It's so it's so fucking diabolical these assholes. Man, this They're sucks. False advertising and shit. If you're gonna go through all this trouble to make a product, why wouldn't you just make it good? That's yeah, what just I, make the fucking thing. You you clearly have the capability to manufacture a treadmill. Just make it a good one. Don't make it this <laughs> weird, like skinny ass. You know what nah, I mean? I, nah, I just, we gotta get as much fucking money as possible out of uh, shit. I don't even know. Do they show it folding and going away? Even <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> if you scroll down, there's a video of a guy using. He's fucking using it. He's, Wearing like Air Forces, bro. Oh, yeah, he is actually. Okay, I don't. I don't want to listen to whatever music they put on this. Let me see how he's using this. As our friend over at Vimeo, wow, this video is still up. Good for them. Um, <laughs> Must be paying the yeah. ransom that they wanted. <laughs> okay, so he's got. He does have the mustard yellow <laughs> Air Forces. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> at the low tops in my cargo uh, shorts. Bro, your straps, ready to your, work out. your short straps are going to get oh, caught man. on the fucking... Look at this little nerd trying to work out. <laughs> right, Ugh. well, that's what, that's what we fucking look like. We <laughs> we look worse than this little nerd. Yeah, we do, but we're not <laughs> doing it right now, so... <laughs> that's his Fuck fault. Fuck this guy. <laughs> um, that's the other thing about that. My thing on my thing on three and one, there are so few things, I mean, maybe especially when it comes to fitness equipment, that yeah. I would ever say... Oh, definitely. You you're not missing anything by putting two or three or four things into one thing. Like, isn't that always a compromise? It's always bad, yeah, right? It's, ne- it's like, never good. The like the big functional trainers that you can get, like the two or three thousand dollar functional trainers mm-hmm. you can buy, that like the Smith machines and shit like that. Okay, those are technically multiple exercises in one, but they're also so big and expensive and bulky. No one is ever getting it yeah. twisted about like, oh, look, I just pay this one thing and then I can do a. Mi-. No, it's not. That's if you're ever thinking about doing mm-hmm. that, you realize it's taking over your whole like house if you want to do it that way. You know, brother, this- brother you are lost. 
Look at the rowing seat getting folded back into the gut of the I, treadmill. And I noticed, you know, this this guy doing the demonstration, kind of a small feller here. He's wimpy. Race, race not important. Well, I would agree with that. He's pulling on the shit, and you can see the whole thing moving. And it's like, yeah, you really don't want me in that motherfucker. <laughs> pulling on that bitch. <laughs> Mike, we don't want you pulling on that bitch. That is for sure. <laughs> um. Anyways, this is this is a massive compromise that requires a ton of setup. Uh, is not the hardiest piece of equipment in the whole world, and honestly, does not take up even that much less space than just getting the right thing that you're supposed to get and go with it. Um. But maybe we'll it's good. break. Oh yeah. It might be good. At least it's cheaper than the dog treadmill would be the one thing yeah. I would say in its favor. Just um, put your dog on this. I mean, for real. Two birds with one stone. Uh, Everfit X, 3-1, 11,423 of 3K, 29 backers, 16 days to go. Not too good. Not 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 too good for me, Mike. What is your, uh, what's your last one? This is a scannable QR clothing brand infused with entertainment, including animations, wellness quotes, Games and more. <laughs> Wait a this minute. Is called, what? This is QR Code Universe, JF. It's a clothing uh -huh. brand that really sucks. This is one that is actually, this is fun for me because this is a little bit of a throwback to a couple of years ago. Maybe one year ago, even, this was a throwback to. the. Um, I know recently we had the one that's like an L, a series of LEDs on a shirt, right? That could change yeah, yeah. like a little panel or something. But this used to be one that we used to get it all the time where we stopped talking about him because I eventually sussed out that most of the people doing the I want to create my very own luxury famous fashion brand. I I eventually <laughs> yeah. figured out those those are just all high schoolers. So it yeah, doesn't yeah, really yeah. It's not fun it's not to like, dunk on those guys. It's not soup. And plus they would destroy me if I ever tried. But Oh yeah, I could not dunk on them. They are just, they're dreaming big, so whatever. But this right here is funny. It does remind me of those, but it has a couple of extra twists that actually make it even dumber than just this saying I'm awful. So bad. QR code universe.square.site is the website for whatever <sighs> this project is. Be the first to wear the internet with style. These are a series of QR code designs on t shirts. Oh, wow. She is doing a lot of different stuff that I didn't even see. Okay. Hi there. I am known as the QR Code Queen, the creator of QR Code Universe, the first ever QR Code clothing brand after graduating mm -hmm. from MSU and what you're not important to look at when she graduated. <laughs> I have built six businesses between the years, again, not important what years she was building businesses. Um. Watch me spread brand awareness with my game show available on Insta, TikTok, and YouTube, where I ask people to scan my shirt to play the game. I thought this was like a stupid project by some guy, but it's actually a kind of cool project by a girl. This is, you know, I'm, it's interesting the way that this outsider art kind of perpetuates itself. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And integrating technology, that is genius. That is that a is, lot of that is brilliant. Fun. Wow. And this is just I wish what, I thought of it. Well, that's what so many people are gonna feel when they look at this, is they're gonna go, I wish I had thought of that. And mm -hmm. knowing that I didn't think of it, now I'm actually mad and I'm lashing out. I'm and that's, mad, mad at her again, yes. That's so sad. And we're to back. See. 
<laughs> okay, this is this is one of the TikToks. I'd like to see what this actually. I want to see what this is even. Hey guys, we are with all the trees and beautiful things out in the world. We're gonna go up to random people and ask them to scan my shirt. The first ever QR code clothing brand. I'm going to do a game show with random people in New York City. What is the name of the teacup in Beauty and the Beast? Potty? Don't cheat either. I see you looking. Too late. Nope. It's not Miss. It's Potty. not. It's not Miss Potty. It was Chip. No. And you guys take a picture. I like. I like when they have the. They hold the microphone like that and talk into it extremely loudly. It's all yeah. blown out. I actually think that's cool. Let's get the smallest microphone we can, but really scream in the bitch too. Yeah. I don't. What is it? <laughs> have you? Know, this is something that I think a smart guy would know how to discuss, but I don't know how to discuss it. But mm. I think it's like, um, what's the name of that? Uh, there's the concept where it's it's something about uh, it's something about like simulacra, but it's also something that has to do with uh, it's like skeuomorphic design too. I think yeah, a little yeah. bit where it 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 has now come to the point where the microphone is purposefully being made to look in the way that they can hold it, like between their fingers, because that is what they saw people doing when these guys were first like doing this kind of stupid shit where they would take the headphone it's a lav it's a lav mic right yeah it's made it's made the clip onto your shirt um and they're holding it because they are fucking stupid is the problem they don't understand how the fuck it it works they're holding it because they're used they see everybody doing it with the headphone cable is what i'm trying so they do it like this because this is what this because people who didn't have any equipment and we're just like young people who have never done anything before creating their first shit. And it's just like, just by the seat of their pants, they're grabbing the headphone cable and putting it here because the headphone cable doesn't sound good. So you get it close to your mouth so people can hear what you're saying, right? Okay. Now you get to the point where you go, well, I can buy a cheap ass lav mic mm-hmm. and I can record. It's going to go on my phone, whatever I'm recording with. And you go, well, how do I do this? Oh, I know. I hold it like this where it's on my mouth like this. <laughs> So they're, it's not the right thing, but they still, it's still like a signifier of like what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's just, it's weird to see yeah. that happening. The amount of anger that I have now. I know. This person seeing the way that they handle the microphone. Well, they don't it's respect just, technology. Disrespectful. Yeah. No, Dan. This is, this. You're the, the guy. You can't. The, the, the year is not going well for this. <laughs> Get my shirt. How do you survive in the city with no battery? I'm the QR code queen. I make QR code clothes. I think he was so lying. Uh, yeah. Am I truly happy with the direction my life is safe? How do you feel? Yes, I'm very happy because I'm in New York City right yes. now. So. New York, Garrett. So now, do you I can't hear you. I can't, I can't hear you. I can't understand anything. Under a minute, you can't get anything wrong. If you win, you win a free QR code t-shirt. Ready? No. A what? free QR code t-shirt? Black in 2006. M1 house. Yes. In the movie, The Matrix, what color pill did Neo take? Red. Okay, good. What is the highest grossing film directed by Ugh. Tarantino? Glorious Pastors. No. What's Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Jesus. Is that high? Yes, that's correct. What year was the first episode of The Simpsons? 1996? No. 1994? No. Alright, I don't want to listen to these guys. You know what? Now I'm over it when you're guessing 1998 Awful. for the last... You know yeah. what? This is fine. Moving on. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, it was a long ass fucking time 2002? <laughs> Take your ass home. Mm, I think the first episode of The Simpsons was when they switched Apu's voice. Am I, am I right? Am I right about that? No, you're not fucking right. It used to be bad. Um, I was born in 1993, so it was on before. <laughs> 1992? 
Get your ass beat out here. Talking that shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, the QR code shirt. Sure. We haven't even got to the what the fucking guy. We got it off sucks. track. The designs suck. QR codes suck. Uh, uh, upstart clothing brands suck. This is at this is ass. Well, I was so nice in the beginning. You, you remember when I was so nice in the beginning? Of this? Yeah, you were Mm-mm-mm. kind of nice, Mm-mm-mm. I guess, like in a weird way. Introducing. Oh my god! Fuck! It's so loud. What the fuck? Brand our scannable t-shirts and hoodie scan to animations. Quote. Did he say t-shirts? Sorry, I have to go back in here. Yeah, to you. Hear that again? QR code clothing brand our scannable t-shirts and hoodie. T-shirts. You know what? You said t-shirts, bud, and I heard it. So I'm and, gonna wear it or freshen my breath. Come on now. <laughs> they don't Come even on, know what they don't know what certs are, dog. They don't know don't what cert. Don't hit them with the certs. Y'all never dog. had a cert. <laughs> they don't know what the cert is, big dog. <laughs> Our printed shirt. Oh, these are the risks. Risk one: as customers order and post their new favorite shirt, other people will be able to have access to that page indefinitely, especially if it is posted on social media for years making it easy for people to have access to the page. Okay, so what? Here's the setup. Okay? okay. You're you're you buy a QR code t-shirt, it goes to your personal page with something on it, whatever it is. Now I'm guessing it's like an animation or some fucking art thing. Well, don't um, you think probably the only scenario for this is someone links their own Instagram profile to it and that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> Our animation splash page, when customers buy, they will have access to our special coded pages, and we want to avoid customers copy and pasting the URL link and sending it to those who do not own a copy of our hoodies or shirts. I'm going to go ahead and say that you did not think about this very hard. What is that? What does that mean? I don't, I don't get what, what do they mean by that? I'm trying to find the, uh, I can't really parse what they're saying. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to spread brand awareness. Blah, blah, blah. We don't have our own QR code okay. software either. So they don't, they don't own the way to turn the QR code. They don't own like a, it's like a link shortener, basically. Isn't that what a mm-hmm. QR code service is? So they don't own that. So they're using something else. So they don't, so the URLs that it's point, the forwarding that you are depending on for your shirt is actually out of their hands. So when you buy the shirt as the permanent placeholder for the website, they can't guarantee that it would continue to be pointed to that website. Is that accurate? I don't know. I thought QR codes were just uh, independent of any type of uh, infrastructure or something. Because it's like a, a different way to display a link, basically, that your camera recognizes. Oh, uh, they say the basic kit comes with one of our first ever made QR code t-shirts called Eternal Life with lifetime access to our entertainment page that includes animations, wellness quotes, and more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> wellness quotes and more. But wait, there's more. You can yeah. also get an unreleased limited edition QR code digital sticker called Just Smile. And saw this fucking uh, shitty NFT art or whatever incorporated with these. QR codes. I mean, the, this stuff is is ass ugly. This is like, it, it, isn't it kind of, it is NFT-like, except for it doesn't even come with the promise of maybe you'll get rich off the NFT. It doesn't even have that, and, right? And somebody else can copy it just uh-huh. by taking a picture of you or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. Well, what is this? This is the roadmap created August 2022. 
started with an idea. First QR t-shirt print, September 22. Uh, animation format, game show brand awareness, December 23rd. So they're out on the streets playing the game, spreading the brand awareness of the QR code t-shirt. Well, so is, you don't get to sucks, choose. Man. You this, don't. This is your idea. This sucks. I don't get it. You don't choose the design of the QR code shirt, so you're yeah. not getting a personalized QR code, right? I this. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you what I thought, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I thought the QR code. They sent you a shirt with your specific QR code on it, and then you decided what the QR code pointed to. Went to. Yeah. 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 Is that, that is that is wrong just, or is that right? I think that this is just an art thing that goes to like their web page or something. This is what it says. The front logo scans to the animations, quotes, games, and more. The backside QR code scans to promos, announcements, discounts, and other cool pop-ups. The best part is, and, and here's, here's what I would say. The best part to me is actually they describe the worst part. It says... The best part is we can change the links at any given moment as well, no matter oh, the location, no. the time. And the even better part is that we don't have to print new shirts to do it. So, so not only am I not controlling what the QR codes point to, I actually yeah. won't know what, they send, what they're sending people. I'm wearing a shirt around that should anyone ever decide to scan it, I will not have any clue where it is that they are going, if anywhere, as long as I wear the shirt. How often, this is in the fact, how often does my QR code surprise link change? Come back and scan your shirt every Friday at midnight to see the latest quote, animation, game, or more. Plus, we match the holidays, too, so don't forget to check back each month to see our next theme of the month. Uh, I'm, I'm I, shan't, scanning, I shan't be doing that. I'm scanning my own shirt to go to a different website every week? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Am, am, am I 40,000 years old or is that <laughs> so dumb? Are the, are the kids into the QR codes nowadays? I don't think I they that was know an old what, restaurant they don't know guy. What it is. I think if, yeah, I think if you were, if you were, if you were a kid and you saw a QR code that says our menu is here, just scan it. I feel like a kid would obstinately, obstinately not scan the QR code and they would instead like Google the restaurant that they're at on their phone and pull it up from Yelp or something like that. I don't think anyone's doing yeah. QR. That's so weird. That's so weird. But she's the QR code queen. So I, she's going to know more about it than me. It just doesn't yeah, seem. She's, she's, she knows all about it. We don't know I shit. Mean, she's awesome. But I just, I, I, I guess I don't, it's still hard for me to understand what it is. I've, feel like I'm listening to the board uh, uh, the rules of a board game being explained to me and I need I you know what I just need to get the shirt is I just need to play it and then I'll yeah. figure it out from there just give me the shirt and I'll see what I can I'll scan it and see what happens because I, I can't the way you're talking I can't understand what you're saying awesome so. it goes to a gif that's awesome don't fucking scan it it's my don't well that's put the your, other thing put your fucking phone don't fucking scan my shirt now we have shirts that just display the gif on the fucking thing right <laughs> We don't, what do we need? You know what I'm saying? What do we need yeah. the QR code for? I don't know. Pretty bad. Well, I don't get it. 296 of 11,953 backers, 19 days to go. That is the QR code universe, which means, Mike, I think we are moving right along to the very next Kickstarter on the page here, which is mine. Wow. How about that? This is artificial. Ow. Oh, God, I forgot about this one. Fuck me. This is stupid. God damn it. Well, we had a, we've already had a couple of would-be filmmakers, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, yep. Um, this could be the year that we finally get our beaks wet in this movie game because this one has dropped right into our lap. This is at a Toronto. Uh, this is Artificial Al, where artificial intelligence and the legal system collide. Right now, AI is sort of a hot button topic. And if you think that Hollywood hasn't taken notice to this, you have got another thing coming. The, right now, the five of the top 10 most popular unproduced scripts are about uh, AI lawyers who come to life <laughs> as a result of a shared project between father and son. And this is just the latest one to hit the pages. This is, uh, it's a heartwarming, sometimes funny, sometimes funny, family illustrated book where a young son and his NASA scientist dad develop a formidable lawyer using robotics and artificial intelligence. Al ends up helping thousands of people, young and old, who can't afford the legal representation they deserve. Since the young son's mother is a high-profile lawyer, she's skeptical. Well, you think she'd be the first person to tell you how good an idea this is, right? Yeah. Well, she sounds like a total bitch. Anyways, <laughs> Al begins his life at birth when Danny, the young, brainy son, builds a box for his science project with a speaker, a microphone, and a small printer that can answer simple legal questions and spit them out on paper. You know, legal questions. That kind of famous stuff that can be answered by printing out a sentence on a piece of paper. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> As Al grows a bit older, Danny and his dad have converted him into a kiosk ATM looking structure with greater capabilities. Al becomes a big hit with the kids. Sure. As any robot lawyer mm -hmm. would be. Yeah. Very popular with the neighborhood <laughs> kiddos. Um, can my mom really ground me for a week? Is it legal to have uh, have to take a timeout in my bedroom for two hours? Do I really what's have the, to eat all the, my veggies? What's the monetary limit on uh, gifts <laughs> you can receive without being taxed for it? <laughs> Once the parents become aware of their kids' newfound legal knowledge, the parents begin to come to Al and ask more in-depth personal and non-personal questions. As Al reaches maturity as a full-fledged robotic AI lawyer, he encounters a family and community in desperate need of help to save their future. Without the family's ability to hire a lawyer, they turn to Al. Now, of course, we've got Danny, Michael, Cindy, and Michelle. Danny is the young son who has a mind like his NASA scientist father, who is Michael, a NASA robotics and artificial intelligence engineer. He's all the way in on Danny's projects. Now, we've got Cindy as well, Danny's younger sister who wants to be just like her mom. Not much characterization there on Cindy. Hopefully, we can flesh that out in a second draft. <laughs> she's into girl shit. Uh, <laughs> she's playing with dolls. <laughs> Michelle, Danny's mom, a well-dressed, influential lawyer. Why would you comment on her clothes? Um, now, the editors and writers, so they, they got a few. This is what I really like about this. Now, of course, the idea is dumb as dog dirt, but I did like the feedback that they've gotten here. Um, first of all, all team members are under a non-disclosure agreement until final release. Well, that's what mm. it says up here. Um, but what he actually says, uh, he actually says below, hang on, let me see if I can find the right verbiage here. Why does, why does fucking Firefox not find things in the fucking page? What is wrong with you? I hit control F fucking find it in the fucking page. What are we doing? Danny's mom is a brunette, 36 <laughs> double D with legs that go all the way up. She's got a kind of a bitchy attitude, but that just makes all the guys at the law firm want her even more. 
Uh, she worked. She works at a work or whatever. Moving on, <laughs> right? Writing like ninety percent of the backstory on the hot bomb, <laughs> and uh, they then Danny's there too. He's playing toys, and his mom is wearing this uh, skin tight fucking outfit. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe it! Everybody stands to attention when Danny's mom walks in. Um, <laughs> They dump the shitty robot on the floor and start ogling <laughs> Danny's mom. <laughs> um, it, it, down below, it says, all names are under a non-disclosure agreement except Alex Wilson, our team organizer. So Alex Wilson could blow the door off yeah. his whole fucking project if they wanted to. Okay, And the well, book is 90% done, he says. Uh-huh. So it's, it's already out the door. Practically. Well, here is what Alex says, who I guess is the... What, what did he just say? Alex is... Alex is the team organizer. Okay. Or this is a different Alex. No, it's not. Okay. Upon exploring this is probably, artificial probably used Al, AI for it. I mean, no cap. It, be- Alex, it becomes Al. Wait a minute. What? Did I just fucking Alex the AI editor? Yeah. Oh man. I that's find your story that's why he's not worried about approximately the most <laughs> was satisfying uh, f- uh novel the great the next great American. Hmm. Um, upon exploring Artificial Al, it becomes evident that the viewpoint it offers is rather unique. Because of the storyline's appealing qualities, it seems like a good fit for an intriguing, comforting book and movie. That's what I'm talking about, Mike. More intriguingly, though, it will develop into an engaging science fiction novel or perhaps a science fiction illustrative novel. Its rich plot broadens the potential of its appeal. Um, Artificial Al stands out due to the way it breaks from the norm providing a unique narrative in a genre that frequently finds it difficult to escape stereotypes. The characters are well-developed, of course, including little (laughs) Cindy. Including the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Which adds to the story's complexity. The outline confirmed the possibilities we expect from the novel. Artificial Owl has the makings of a possible bestseller thanks to its engaging plot. A story That's so cool to say as the guy involved in the novel. (laughs) This could be a bestseller. This could be the greatest story ever uh, written. <laughs> um, now, they also hired a lead writing consultant. This guy's, so, like, this guy's like doing this with AI and the computer's giving feedback. Like, that's very good. And he's like, oh my fucking God. The computer is, thinks I'm a fucking genius. We're so used is, to having it the other way around. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. So <laughs> this is from, uh, so the guy's name who wrote, Emmanuel is the guy's name who wrote this. Okay. Their lead writing consultant said one year ago the book was about 60% complete at that time. Dear Emmanuel, after thoroughly reviewing your synopsis for Artificial Al, I'm eager to share my reflections with you. Drawing from your ex-wife's legal experience adds an authentic touch to the narrative, a commendable choice. (laughs) Now, this is what? This is AI. I know. Come on, Emmanuel. Also, uh, Imagining the state of mind that a guy would have to be in who is divorced from a lawyer is so funny to think about. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Look, I don't know this guy's personal life, but I think if you get divorced and your ex-wife is a lawyer, your life must really suck ass. <laughs> Presumably, she fucking killed you. Um, yeah. In essence, I find the concept not only unique, but teeming with potential for a captivating and heartwarming story. The interplay mm. of family dynamics, the evolving AI lawyer, and the legal challenges creates an innovative and emotionally resonant narrative. And this is really funny to me. Your characters, especially Danny, Michael, Cindy, and <laughs> Michelle, that's the fucking who else four. Is who, else, who, who else is there? The only other one is the <laughs> robot. 
possess a genuine charm that could endear them to readers and viewers alike. While there is room for additional depth, the foundation is undeniably robust. The dynamic between Michelle's high-profile legal, legal career and her uh -huh. family adds an intriguing layer to the plot. What we found unnecessary was the description of her breasts. Says here. <laughs> the pacing of the story, particularly as Al evolves from a school project to a full-fledged legal superhero, holds the potential to keep the audience engaged. This, was a, this is AI that this guy put in. You think it is because it's it's written like a kid's book report. So it's written like somebody who got paid $1,200 to give a uh, synopsis. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe he did pay pay to have it like evaluated or something like that. And what do you expect? Then, yeah. <laughs> somebody fucking getting money for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm enthusiastic about the prospect of working on this project myself, given my experience <laughs> with fiction books akin to yours. With, fine, with some fine-tuning... I believe Artificial Al can evolve into a remarkable and engaging piece of work. That's from Brad. So you know it's good. Brad. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Brad. Risks and challenges. There are no perceived risks. The book is 90% oh. complete. It will be published firstly by print on demand and available on Google, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. This low-cost, somewhat new format is used by Google, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. When an order is placed, the book is printed within two days and shipped. So he's... Using on-demand print service for it. That's fine. Totally fine. Um, a couple things I'd say about this. The first time this came around, he raised $49 of 5992 That's 8000 Canadian. Okay. Now, today, he's still asking for 8000 Canadian, but has raised instead over $5,500 Canadian. Wow. Um, weirdly enough, from... A very small number of six backers. Six backers yeah. So here, <laughs> I mean, here we go again. Digital copy, two backers at the $8 level, three backers at the hand-signed first print hard copy level, 19 bucks a piece. Those are the only two pledge levels. That accounts for five people uh, pledging a total of uh, 16 plus mm. uh, 57. So quick math, 73 buckaroonies. So that leaves whatever um, $4,128 minus $73 is, was pledged by one backer asking for no reward. On December 15th, that, that was a pledge of $5,500. So cool. Uh, <laughs> self published, baby, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Very interesting stuff. Um, oh, wait, is there a video on this? I don't even think I remember. Wait, I, hang on. What does this look like? So, oh, hey, wait. She's rubbing her breasts. What does oh, this wow. have to do with... Let oh, it play. They're, they're so soapy. We don't want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> Tan deleting his 20 terabytes off of his fucking Google Drive. Um, well, anyways, that was Artificial Al. And that was the six-pack, <clears throat> Mike. The first one of 2024 with, I think, uh, just a handful of edits of uh, for things that uh, Dan needs to immediately take uh, out of the episode. A lot of red here. I'm adding another one. Mike... Oh, coughed at uh an hour 56 yeah that'll be getting taken out you gotta Come take on, the cough take out. out that's important dad that's fucking important if it's if it's in red in the document it's fucking important and lot, mike don't delete edits. the document and then we'll be fucking fine <laughs> all right we got time for one more segment on the show it's called that's where you come in you're gonna want to contact my kids you're gonna want to talk to mike and jf Gonna wanna call 802-359-PISS Send them something at their mailing address 
504 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. They got a G-Man, it's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS bot on Instagram for grill pics. And the blue sky is YKS pod. We're getting uh, it. We, well, I actually did start talking over it, but <laughs> I... <laughs> I had my microphone muted because I had to like hawk a big yeah. loogie so you couldn't hear um you couldn't hear me go <laughs> anyways all right well Carl writes in hey guys loving the show been binging binge sorry how do you say it again just take it take the whole fucking thing Carl writes hey guys loving the show been binging that since fuck <laughs> it's been hard binge, been binging <laughs> since I heard you on QAnon Anonymous had a surreal <laughs> moment where you were going over the modular shoes on episode 313. I'm a musician and the unboxing video was playing my track in the background. I was very confused for a second. Also, I never gave them permission. So that's great too. Either way, thanks for helping me get through work. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Wow. Um, I was, I, I didn't pull this up. Let me see if I can get the mod. So the modular shoe is wow. Okay. It's mad gamma is the name of the shoe here. Um, and this was one, it's one of those ones where it's like, we can't, oh, I remember this. We can't design a good looking shoe, but what if you could put like a bunch of different things in there that made the shoe feel different or something? I don't know. I mean, who knows what the fucking idea is. Um, let's see. Let's even play the video of it here. Uh, hitting play. Oh, here we go. But that was so cool. Carl says that they wrote that track, and this is the explanation. I, I, I wrote back to Carl, um, and they say, um, so they had their tunes up on a site called freemusicarchive.org run by a community radio station, WFMU. Um, so the assumption there is that that probably got picked up by these people um, from there. It's like a big repository of tracks that you could use royalty-free for non-commercial yeah. purposes, just like... There's so many of these websites online. It's like royalty-free, non-commercial. But if you're going to use a commercial, you know, what are we going to do about it? Basically, is the way that the websites yeah. are set up. Um, then, of course, it got bought out. Carl was smart enough to, took, uh, to take their tracks down um, from the website. But obviously, all the, like once it's up, actually, even if it's not up there, it's just floating around constantly anyways, right? Um, but that's pretty cool that uh, it just randomly popped up. And, uh, and I asked Carl if it would be okay to play the track on the way out. So we will do that. Um, but check out Carl's stuff. Um, first of all, Carl is a prolific musician. Um, Fascinating Earthbound Objects is the, uh, the, the name that this track was produced under. But um, there appear to be so many more. So I would say uh, give Carl Martin a search and see. I don't know enough about music to talk out of my ass about it anymore. But I think IDM is the genre of music. Do you know what that yeah. stands for? Yeah, uh, internet download manager. Buy the tracks. Buy his, wow. buy his, buy his music, and whatnot on here. Bandcamp.com slash. Can't read it. Well, so. it's a transient is the name of uh, the, uh, the 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 artist name that they're using here. Um, check them out. I thought that was very cool. I thought it would be kind of neat to start off twenty twenty four instead of somebody writing in right and going like, oh, you know, yeah, my I'm, my I'm crazy. I'm, well, my ass. 
instead of someone starting off 2024 with a letter that says, I'm crazy my ass. <laughs> and then and then we start saying like, yeah, you're, you know, oh, your ass? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll come up with a fucking Ow. something to say on that that's going to be funny in, in three seconds. <laughs> nah, nah, it's, nah. Instead, I thought it would be cool. Hey, plug an independent artist here. Check out Carl's tracks. And uh, we'll end the episode with it. And there's no fucking joke at the end of it. That's just the end of the show. So I don't know deal what else you it. fucking want. Just deal with it. I'm going to play it right now. It. We'll see you for the rest of 2024 every single week. You fucking believe that? I, I mean, multiple times a week, dude. It's yeah, a lot of the, the workload. I guess it's not. I guess it's not that bad. Oh, it's actually extremely easy. You said <sighs> it's not good. This it's is not fucking bad. Cool. I really like this. It sounds like um. I feel like I should be watching a guy like build a canoe on Discovery Channel in like yeah. 240p while I'm listening to this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just fucking chilling out. Ah. Hey, uh, Mike and JF. Uh... Ah, fuck. Uh oh. I cut that one down. It's literally three minutes long of that. <laughs> you sound like a fucking a hand cart on the rail or something. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know. Hope they're okay. Bye. <laughs>